crap. They're evil. Signs of evil. Alex cannot act ever. That's like saying you can out-act the paper bag, dude. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again. World famous. Yeah, that are hatched from a dead root. Tonight's episode of the Round Table Show. I am Zod, Zod Ryder. I forgot my name for a second there. What a <laughs> way just, to start the show. Yeah, Your I forgot my forgetting my own name right here. You know, I've been uh, been uh, drinking a little bit tonight. Been having a bit of a rough evening, but other than that, everything's great. We got a we got a uh, full panel tonight. We've got uh, the Jackal, Johnny Alpha, and Chris Brown. Pow, pow. Well, Zod, when worse comes to worse, you can always just do the Daryl thing and go, Welcome to the Roundtable Show. I am the Roundtable Show. And we- that's pretty close. Yeah, that's, that's how <laughs> yeah, that, that could That could work. I mean, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> speaking of California guy, there's no wrestling on tonight, so I'm surprised he's not joining us. Well, WrestleMania, I mean, WrestleMania, was, WrestleMania was last week. I don't know. I, I have no clue. Well, Guys, you know, there's I, always wrestling on. TV. You know, yeah. I checked the. Well, I mean, I checked the the message board before we, or the chat, whatever one it is. But we 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 you know, flip flop between the California guy chat and our roundtable show chat. So sometimes it's hard to tell who's really paying attention and who isn't. You know, so. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, shout outs to Oscar Benjamin, the uh, compassionate wolf, who's not here with us tonight, uh, not paying attention, I guess, to the chat. Yeah, I you know I was kind of really hoping that he would be here tonight because you know it 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 I don't know it would have been a more complete He's show if we could have got everybody. Yeah. But, well, some of which I mean I don't plan to go too in depth. You guys hated it. I liked it, so I'm leaving it at that. Well, I'm not going to really let, say let's much. Let that lie for now, man. We had the Rogue One trailer. We yeah. finally got yeah. to see Felicity Jones and Donnie Yen in action you, you in know, the galaxy you, far, far you away. Know, so that's that first. That's and amazing. We also have the Jungle Book coming out next week. Looks fantastic. Isn't that, isn't it already? Uh, isn't that, that movie is already out? Gantling's last movie, by the way. I thought it was already out. Isn't it already out? No, it'll be out 15th. on the 15th. It comes out on 15th. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to go I see it for sure. So. It looks fantastic. Guys, yeah, I'm predicting it now. That will hit a billion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Before Batman versus Superman. Way before. Well, I don't know about that, guys. That's already at 800 million. So at, at 700. Jungle Book will make it first. Here's the thing. It's at 700 ish, not at 800 yet, and is losing steam quick. It actually lost this weekend to uh, Fat Lady. It, it so, lo- wait, 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 wait. Now you have to be careful there. It only lost that one day. It didn't lose the weekend <laughs> no, 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 to no, the no, boss. No, it just lost that a, day. A sure thing. Because she lost. was, she was. I think her total was like 23. Point Six billion, I mean million, and then uh, Batman versus Superman was like twenty three point four or something like that. So it was, it wasn't exactly like the movie. It wasn't like the movie got blown out of the water by that movie. Am I lying? Yeah, McCarthy movie. What else are you gonna call it? 
exactly. That lady, you know, and all and all of the all of the moms and housewives are going to go see those Melissa McCarthy movies in droves. That's why that Ghostbusters remake is going to end up being a hit. <laughs> oh, dude, that's going to open up to like twenty-eight million dollars in the weekend, like this movie. That's going to be about the same thing, and then it's going to die like real quick. I don't see that movie making even sixty million overall domestically. Honestly, it's going to bomb badly. Better to open up to like a Melissa McCartney opening, which is like 20, 24, 25 million, 28 around there, and then just 60%, 70% drop the next week. Yeah, her stuff is her stuff is pretty is you know, pretty average and stays uh, in that about the yeah. same thing over and over and over and over. I mean, yeah. it's not an audience, but like it's not a yeah, huge they're one. dwindling fast. People are like getting sick of her shtick already, because it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, she's basically like Seth Rogen with the VJ. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a little bit more entertaining. Well, they got the whole thing going on. I'm fat and ugly and oh, I can't get laid. You know, that's pretty much what their movies but are about. He could actually be funny, though. She can't. That's the thing. And I'm not a misogynist. I'm not saying that because she's a woman. I don't care about that. It's just she's just not a funny person. She, no. her, her basic talent is her falling out. She's like the female Chris Farley, mm-hmm. but not funny. Yeah, yeah she's about that's a that's a pretty good that's the, a pretty good uh, analogy there with the Chris she Farley. Even, dude, like she that, even yeah. uses some of Chris Farley's jokes in the Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, the one time that she falls, she's like, "Oh, it's gonna leave a mark." Yeah, really. Hello, Tommy boy. Nobody remembers that. That's '90s stuff, man. You know how, you know how these millennials Tommy. are. Everybody that's, remembers. That's Tommy what boy. she's hoping, but unfortunately, uh, we remember. So. I never forget. I, I I still can't believe that they're even with all the issues that it seems that people are having with this upcoming Ghostbusters thing. That they're even bothering to go ahead with it at this point. I mean, they have no choice. They're still, it. For, I, mean, so in. I mean, doesn't yeah. matter though. There's been a lot of movies that they film that they that they shell yeah, that like never that, saw like the light of light of day. Like that Chris Pine um, movie about him being in the Coast Guard back in the 30s or something. Like I saw trailers for that, like, and that never came out on th- in theaters. I mean, like, I think it's called the the Best Hours or something like that. Yeah, but it, how, what was the budget? It came out. It finally came out, though, didn't it? The oh, final it? these final hours. Yeah, it came out. Uh, I don't know that movie, but with Chris with Chris Pine. The 150 million dollar budget. That's a huge budget for them. Why would they give a 150 million dollar budget to a movie nobody wants that's, to see? That's, that's my question. Well, isn't it? <laughs> what, <laughs> Sony, what Sony should do is the same thing that they did with the interview. Say that Korea threatened him and just release it on video. We got We got to do it like this because Korea is going to bomb us. I don't know about. I don't know about Korea. I think in this case you could just nerds. Play, you could just just, the nerds just blame the nerds, 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 and then blame Canada too, and then maybe that'll be enough. Yeah, got to uh, got to throw a country in there to make it credible, you know. Because like there was a lot of Canadians <laughs> in the old Ghostbusters, so like I can and see them heads that the... are not stuck onto each other and they just float around like dick. damn Canadians. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, 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 it's kind of one of those situations where it just <laughs> it's a movie nobody cares to see, nobody's interested in, nobody wants, but yet. It's getting shoved down our throats. Hey, Zach, so how much worse do you think Ghost Bitches is going to be than Batman versus Superman? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Look, marginally, I, though, right? I mean, like, it's going to be so much worse. I mean, as oh, bad as that movie was. As bad it, as Batman versus Superman is, uh, it's going to be compared to that. It's going to be a masterpiece. Yeah, I think I think this movie is going to be basically like just the scene of Lois Lane throwing the spear in the water over and over again. That's basically what it's like to me. I kind of I kind of look at it like being like when they did the remake for Psycho, 
and it was just a shot-for-shot shot remake of the oh, original. The Vince Vaughn one? It's oh, the same. Awesome. It's the same thing here, just with chicks and some uh, new and antiquated jokes thrown in for good measure. That's what it looks like to me. And then the male the characters the are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Who supposed knows. to be the punchline. Yeah. yeah. Is the hat too much? Is the hat too much? And that sucks. And that's like the only one. Nobody that laughed when that happened. Started. Yeah. So yeah. Batman versus Superman. Everybody laughed at the really stupid part with the power Patty compels you. I'm like, that is not funny. Like, but I guess I guess I just have a raw sense of humor. I don't know when I, when I seen when I seen the trailer in theaters. Like the crowd was silent. Nobody laughed at anything when they well, saw the Ghostbusters trailer. That, part. that was like the only part that people laughed at. And I'm like, even, that wasn't even. That was like the least funny part of the trailer. That was that. probably like that was probably like something where they were just like they felt obligated to laugh at some point. Like yeah. you know, this is so stupid and it makes no sense, but it's pretty funny. Uh, you know, speaking of a movie that's pretty mm-hmm. funny, I want to send a shout out to a dude I went to school with. Uh, uh, Rich Evans, he's in a movie called Space Cop from Red Letter Media. Pretty, pretty funny movie. So oh my good god, go- I had put that on Plex earlier. Good going, Ru- good going, Rich. <laughs> is, that that, is that that thing that they show the trailers for all the time on YouTube? Oh no, no that's Laser Patrol or something. Yeah, he he's a he's a cop from the future that went through a time portal and ended up in the past, and and it's 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 hilarious. It's like one of those like. 80s like spoof kind of movies. It's Pretty got funny. like a budget of 50 bucks. It's great. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens actually look actually look pretty good for that $50 budget. And yeah, like, they got their money's and, worth, that's for sure. And they and they actually have, you know, some some really cool like CGI effects and little things in there that, you know. So, so it's a bit like Kung Fury. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, kind of. I mean, if you if you liked Kung Fury, I think you'll like it a lot. It's called Space Cop. Very we'll good. Watch it after the show. Very good film. Yeah. yeah, very good. I really enjoyed Daddy's Home. Thought was hilarious. Well, well that was random. I know. I thought I'd throw that in. You guys are talking about funny movies, so I thought I'd throw my Daddy's Home out there. Is that I the one with Mark Wahlberg out in the left field, like a streaker in a football field? That's even more random. Yep. That's the one with Will Ferrell and um, wow. Mark Streaky. Wahlberg. Right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it a couple nights ago. It was pretty funny. It, it I thought it was. Moments. I enjoyed it, and I have been disappointed on a lot of Will Ferrell's movies lately. So yeah, I, he has I, been I, on a decline. Yeah, and so uh, it was oh. uh, just what just what Angel said. It was good. It was entertaining, and you know, it two and a half stars. Yes. So. Only two and a half. Only two and a half. As much as you enjoyed it, wow. I have. Uh, well, I don't. Well, it I was fantastic. One star. <laughs> I recommend everybody watch this half a star movie. Half a star. Out of five I know he was talking about it in the in the chat. It's absolutely fascinating. No stars. No, no stars at all. I'm gonna go and be a man. I'm gonna push it up to three stars. Or I was pushing it to three out of ten. Pushing it to three out of ten stars. That's right. No, three out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna go three out of four stars. Oh, well, three I, out of not, well, it's usually it's usually three like three out of five. Out of five. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do there. a three star, right. you know, we'll like the it's three out of five. <laughs> 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 okay, and all right, we'll move right past that one. Nevertheless, let's jump right <laughs> on. <laughs> I want I want to see it. Like I just know it's out over another movie, huh? But by junk, <laughs> it does look spectacular, and you know that is uh, Gary Shantling's last movie. 
I didn't know yeah. he was in that. Whose voice does he do? I don't know whose voice. It's got a whole bunch of people. I know Bill Murray's one of the main voices. And um, yeah, Scarlett Johansson's like does the voice for Ka, right? And then um, what's his name? Idris Elba is. I think he's Shere Khan the Tiger, right? They got a, they got a great cast for this. Yeah, they do. And then uh, um, dude, it's uh, the Jungle Book. You know how many people are going to see it just on nostalgia alone? Yeah, yeah. yeah and nostalgia is the name of the game. It's definitely yep. going to make. I money. mean, the, the commercial comes on, and my two-year-old boy just turns around and stares at it and points. And points, Christopher Walken. No, I do the I do the same thing, Chris. I do I, that. I, I no, Christopher Walken <laughs> playing Louis the Monkey, man. That's that's. I'd point and just be like, ah, ah, too, man. Really I, I, I eat my banana. I eat my banana one 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 banana at a time. I yeah. want I want to be like you. I want to be a man. Well, I'm actually going to take him to the movie. His birthday is the 14th. That, yeah, right, folks, so that, that's good parenting. That's good parenting, right there, folks. That's good. Parenting. I'm gonna need to kidnap oh, the yeah. kid to take to see that. So yeah, thanks for helping me plan for that, Chris. <laughs> Amber <laughs> alert. Amber that's alert. bad ideas, right there, folks. That's a bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, no, I'm joking. I would never. No, I, I'm gonna get the whole family, and we're gonna go and and make it his little birthday night. And how much he can remember, I don't know, but we'll see. I have to chase him around. I'm sure, like I did in the Minions, but uh, I'll make it work. And. Um, It'll be well, fun. It, looks, it definitely looks like it's going to be great. I, I just hope he doesn't leave excited. bummed out like all the kids that were in the theater when I saw Batman versus Superman. And I swear to God, I felt bad for the little bastards, man, because like they were. I hope, so... they I hope they don't Nolanize it and it's like a really gritty, realistic <laughs> take of the Jungle Book. But as much as I love Nolan, don't Nolanize the Jungle Book. Yeah, they need to. They need to stop that for real. Not everything needs this is to the go that route. In the yeah. world. <laughs> The danger is real. The danger okay. is real. I'm telling you. <laughs> I can see you doing Hardcore Jungle Book. Rated R. <laughs> Hardcore Jungle Book. <laughs> Please don't do that, Hollywood. Please never do that. Leave it alone. Don't. Disney, don't do it. Nicholas Cage is Shere Khan the Tiger. 50 Cent is Bagheera the <laughs> Oh my God! Wow! Christopher Walken is even going to be a voice in it. Yeah, he's yeah. King Louie. That's awesome! I can't wait to hear him sing King, that. Uh, ben like the Kingsley. And um, yeah, it's got some good actors in it. That's for sure. I mean, I, I I'm definitely excited about it. I think they, the well, in like the tra like trailers action. look good. The trailers look decent too. It doesn't look like it was altered all that much, but. Yeah. Well, these live-action um, Disney um, cartoons made into films that they're doing, I, I liked Maleficent, at least. I didn't see Cinderella, but Maleficent was really good. So, if, like, they make Jungle Book like, as awesome as Maleficent was, like, I think it, it, it's going to be amazing. It's definitely going to make a billion dollars. Yep. Or I predict that. Superman. One million. One billion. One billion dollars. Oh, by the way, and you know who the major, major attraction is in this movie, right? Scarlett Johansson. No. Uh, Daisy Ridley. Nope. John Boyega. Nope. Wait, what? Oscar He's Isaac. On... They're not in this movie, man. No. Oscar <laughs> Isaac was in X X Machina. Yeah, he, he plays good Apocalypse. In he was really good in that. In X Mission, yeah, yeah in X Machina, he was in that also. No, but uh, Bill Murray plays Babalu or Baloo. I'm sorry, Baloo. Oh, do he does the voice for Baloo the bear. That's that is yeah. Gangster. Bill that Murray is, is extra casting right there. You know what I'm saying? And you got Lupita Nyong'o. Oh yeah, she's phenomenal in everything. I mean. In Star Wars, she blew me away. I didn't know she was that little orange character, man. She was great. Awesome. I love her character. She was perfect in it, yeah. yeah. 
and the and the fact that you know then uh, Daisy Ridley's up for Laura Croft for Tomb Raider. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be better than the Angelina wow. Jolie ones. She's gonna have to have like major breast implants if she's gonna do that. Because if she's gonna do that oh, character, I agree. Wow! Not all the Tomb Raider fanboys are gonna be crying like Wonder Woman fanboys. Yeah, my titties, but she's so flat chested. She can't be. She yeah, you can't reduce. You can't reduce those titties. <laughs> I think, but you know how many nerds jerked off to that? To that you know, you know how many nerds have jerked off to Warcraft in the year two thousand? Come on, lots oh, of nerds okay. jerked off to her. Lots of them. I, I would probably Lots put it in billions, bro, to tell you the truth. <laughs> billions. 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 <laughs> billions of times. And when Angelina Jolie took over the part in the movies, yeah, more jerking off happened. Lots more. I never watched the first one. I watched the second one, and I was almost ready to never watch another um, Gerard Butler movie after hey, that. Hey, honestly, the best way to watch uh, those movies with uh, Jolie is with uh, the lights off, the sound off, your pants around your ankles, and some Kleenex or tissue paper, and a lot of uh, Vaseline. Yeah, that would help. I, I was the I was the jelly, jelly you know, whatever. What? I was the uh, uh, oh, the no, buffer. The, no, you're the, the buffer. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the show Angela Jolie did years back was she was the, she was the uh, I'd be her buffer. What? The, she was the heroin addict and she ran around. Geely, and... or not Geely? Um, oh oh that Jesus was, Christ! Uh, that was ben Affleck. No, it was like that though. There was a model's name. She had a G name. Like yeah, Gia. G- yeah, Gia. That Gia. Was, Gia. That, Gia, was, that yeah. was the one everybody yeah, wants she, to see her. She, yeah, because she, yeah, she showed her boobies in that. She showed oh, her yeah. boobies in Hackers, too. Like, the first time I ever saw her, she... I mean, it was she like has, a flash, but... She has great boobies, by the way. Got to admit. Yeah, they're in the garbage now. They're incinerated, but... Well, uh, they're that's, uh, they're new that's true, too, yes. On. Yeah, this is true. She, in other words, she had great boobies. Well, no, yeah, she got him replaced. Great. I mean, like, she, she had, because of the cancer, she had him removed, but she got the implants. I mean, she's got fake ones now. The but... cancer that she hadn't had yet? I heard she had it, but I don't know. No, no, sure. her, her mom had it, and uh, it's in her, like, her family line. Her grandma had it, so she was trying to avoid it, so she went and had Oh, wow, so she was operation. being preemptive. That's, that's Correct. Pretty actually, smart. it's very smart. smart. I yeah, it. actually. <laughs> that, mom, I don't know. I... Her mom got it, which is only a few years older than she is now, so she was like, you know what? Let's avoid that. That's very smart. Yeah, good idea, actually. Wow. You know, technology um, now, you know, we can rebuild them and make them firmer and better. <laughs> rebuild. I mean, Weird science. <laughs> and and that's why, it? like, that's a that's an award we should give um, Brad Pitt for just being like such an understanding, a wonderful person for like going along with an idea like that, just like and so. Well, that's in her. the prenup agreement that it's okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> as long as you got replacements, you're good, dude. Johnny, actually, you hit you hit something like really uh, on the head there, though. I mean, you really got to pay uh, you know a lot of respect to Brad Pitt for sticking with her throughout all that, and you know being now, all them kids. They basically yeah. raise a country. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Well, that too, but the fact that, you know, the health issues and stuff, you know, what she went through, I mean, that was a decision she made, you know, because she wanted it, you know, to have that surgery. It's not something she needed. She wasn't in any threat of her of her life at that moment. So it's not like, you know, she had to have it, but she went ahead and did it. And a lot of guys might flip out and be like, you're cutting your titties off. Now I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. There's a sacred titties. He stayed. Yeah, and, he, was, and he you know was very supportive, and he's you know been uh, you know a great husband to her. So I mean, and it's rare to get that in Hollywood because you know marriages in Hollywood last about as long as a drive-through at Taco Bell. You know, they just you know, in and out. Especially with how people try to paint Brad Pitt as kind of a diva himself. I'm like, I don't see how he could actually be like that if he was like. Oh, he could be. 
It, it could it could be a total diva. That's that's neither here nor there. You could be a diva and still be supportive to your wife. Be supportive and caring towards your wife. Exactly. You know, it doesn't. He's, a, he's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. He's he's entitled to be a diva if he wants. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Everything I ever read about him, he's pretty interesting, pretty nice. Hey, he won go, he won me over with Fight Club. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm not gonna say every movie that he does is golden. I liked him in True shit. Romance in the movie. Oh True God, Romance, yeah. And he was wow. a stoner roommate. I couldn't get past. I was like, every time I think of Brad Pitt, I can't think of that. I just go to that that show. I, I liked him in Cool World when he was having sex with cartoons. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's a Ralph Bakshi movie. So like, everybody yeah. wants to put on a Ralph Bakshi cartoon every now and then. Isn't the yeah. same uh, guy who designed Roger Rabbit, uh, Jessica Rabbit? I don't think so. No, Ralph Bakshi did movies like Wizards, Fire and Ice, uh, Fritz the Cat, uh, Hey, Good Looking. Oh. I think I think Roger Rabbit was uh like was like the was like the answer to Cool World kind of like because uh, really did, 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 <laughs> didn't Cool World come out first? I don't, I don't, I don't think know about so. That. No, I think no. Roger well, maybe Rabbit it came out after. It came out after, so maybe Cool World was the answer to Who Framed right. Roger Rabbit because everybody because everybody wanted to bone Jessica Rabbit. So so then you know, they, he he comes out with uh, he comes out with Cool World Hollywood, and you end up with right? wasn't her name Hollywood in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, and and now actually, actually, it was a little, it was a little deeper and darker than Roger Rabbit. That's for sure. But it's because Roger Rabbit was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who directed yep. Back to the Future. So he doesn't do that deep and dark stuff. No. I mean, but he is, he's doing a movie with Goyer. I heard it's going to be really dark and gritty. Well, that's Goyer has to be. But you know what movie he did? Uh, he did uh, not long ago, which was Goyer. really, really good. The um, walk the line, the um. Oh, walk the walk. Walk the walk, yeah, yeah the walk with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh. Excellent movie. Was that a Zemeckis? Yeah, dude, Gordon-Levitt, like he really should have got that award for that because, like, he did that French accent great. But I just liked how um how he narrated the movie. Like it was almost like a cartoon. I mean, it was yep. that very was just, comic. Just so different. It's very comic book. Everything. Which always, you know, it, when I see a movie like that and I see how comic bookies Zemeckis just make his movies, I'm like, why doesn't he ever get like Superman or one of these, you know? Comic uh, because he because he doesn't want he doesn't want the headache. Right. I mean, imagine. Well, but I can yeah, see him grabbing but... like an image title and doing like um, Ultimate or, or not Ultimate. What's his name? The, the, the Superman guy that they have over at Image. Uh, Ultimate Man. Invincible. Invincible Man. No, just no, dude. DC is the only crappy fucking book that ha- title that has every character's last name is Man something Man, <laughs> the Green something, you know. Wonder like, Woman Man. Wonder Woman Man, yeah. <laughs> that's only if they did get mm. Gina Carano to play her. Ooh, that's they, very true. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's messed up. Oh, dude! Even in all the way through Deadpool, they made jokes about her having a dick, dude. Come on, I'm not the only one that says shit like that. This is very true. Yes, they did. And speaking of which, uh, switching topics for a second, uh, how would you guys feel if Deadpool ends up making more money than BVS? It already has, right? Well, domestically, that you know, it has for now. But uh, you know, BVS just came out, uh, you know, not long ago, so it has a chance maybe to catch it. But it has, you know, maybe like what sixty, seventy million more to go, or something like that, to get to it or close to that. Um, It might not get there. It might die out like at 340 or 350 and just miss Deadpool. 
What is that? What would that say about the movie, though? If it doesn't even catch Deadpool, Deadpool, a character which has a niche audience but not a very widespread audience like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, you know, being a rated R movie ass. even, and it's rated R, kicked mm-hmm. his ass. It's the highest grossing R-rated film of all time, by the way. Just crazy right out there. I know it's crazy. Um, I would I would applaud. I guess <laughs> if that's what you're asking for. No, but um, I mean, what, how, what would that say about this movie? Because I mean, look, it opened huge, 166 million. There's nothing to joke about. It it opened really big, but it is really falling fast. And if it doesn't even catch Deadpool, how do you go forward? It, this is kind of like Amazing Spider-Man two all over again, where the movie did you know turn to profit. It did well enough. But it wasn't exactly what but, the studio I mean, wanted. Why would you go forward with it? Well, I mean, everything I've read, Jackal, I mean, even if this makes, like, domestically what they want and um, it, it gets that billion dollars eventually, like, Warner Brothers is taking this very seriously. Everybody's taking this very seriously. I don't think that um, the Justice League movie is going to come out as planned. I think that, I, and I, 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 I'm spitting in the wind here, but I think everybody's pretty much, like, thinking... You got to cut Snyder and Goyer off. I, I don't know what I mean. I don't know what articles you guys are reading, but every article that I've read said that Justice League is still moving forward as planned. In fact, it's supposed to start filming tomorrow. Yeah, so, I, I mean, but I will say this: Look, I can't put this on Goyer's shoulders. Like, you can't blame Goyer for this one. This is all Zack Snyder. Chris Terrio and Ben Affleck. They're the ones that redid the script. When Goyer handed his first draft, they booted him, and they got Terrio in to rework the script. When they were in production, Ben was rewriting scenes because he didn't like I can stuff. always blame Goyer, dude. If his I, name's on there, I'm not I... a fan. I'm not a fan of Goyer's. I'm not here to defend. I'm not an apologist. In fact, I kind of like hate the douchebag, but at the same time, I can't blame him for this one. I could for Men of Steel, at, at least part of it. If, if I DC... cannot blame him for this one. If DC moves forward with Justice League as planned without cleaning any house or looking at this in in, a, in a, any kind of light and think that they can just go forward the way that they are, they deserve whatever the fuck happens to them next year when that piece of shit comes out. End of story. Yep. yep I won't yep. feel bad. No, like, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. We all do. And I think Damn sad. So come back right now and watch. <laughs> Oh, there he is. Where's, anyway, did Zod leave? Oh, Zod. No, no, we're waiting for you to keep talking. Oh, did I cut out? Stopped. Yeah, you cut out. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were cutting out. So, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yes, you are. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, don't we have a break coming up, and uh, then uh, some news and yeah, we news. actually we actually. Uh, And uh, we'll be back exactly. with more on the roundtable tonight on psn-radio.com.
guy. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Roswell, UFOs, Flying Saucers, Alien Abduction, Are We Alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. All right, we are back on tonight's episode of The Roundtable, and I, I just want to talk just briefly about the fact that when I saw that Rogue One trailer earlier in the week, I was blown away. I could not believe how, how great it was. I'm actually more excited for Rogue One than I was for Force Awakens, and I didn't think that that would be possible. Mm. But after seeing this trailer, I'm like, "Oh my god, this mm. looks fantastic!" Darth Vader come out and they showed. Mm. Yeah, that would have been Yeah, I think you. I think you. But see, I, I it just looks so good. I mean, from I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Hold on. I'll tell you this much. It was a better first trailer than the one The Force Awakens had. That's true. That, that is absolutely true. Yeah, the trailer was shit. It was a bad, it was a killer trailer. It was a killer teaser. I loved it. And no, uh, I mean Rogue One. I agree with Zod. This is the kind of Star Wars movie I've wanted to see for a while. I like that it's going to be removed from everything we've seen before. And um, me too. I'm I'm surprised that we got it from the director of Godzilla because like I was I really don't want to like him because I hated what he did with Godzilla but it looks like he is really going to redeem himself with this movie. But it just goes to show you that every director can make a horrible movie and can make some great movies too. I mean it does except for Zack Snyder. No, nope. can't. Yeah. But he can rebound too. He made great films before he made. Movies. I mean, think about. I mean, I mean, let's not even let's not even talk about Zack Snyder's. Superhero movies, for example. Let's talk about Dawn of the Dead, for example. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, you no, hated it. it? Probably the best horror it remake ever. Didn't like it. Yeah, as a remake, I thought it was well, fantastic. I and I, and I've been kid. and I've been like I've been like studying up on uh, on uh, George A. Romero. I've been watching his classic films, and I thought as a remake, I thought Dawn of the Dead was really well done. I don't know. Didn't like it. Didn't care for it. Wow. Sure. Yeah, just didn't do anything. I, I like all of his movies up until Man of Steel, and I think I'll like his movies again once he gets he separates himself from this property. I think that he is not meant for it. It's not meant for him. He doesn't he doesn't like superheroes. He is a Alan Moore fan. I think that he got indoctrinated with the Watchmen, and he wants to make these anti superhero superhero movies. And he's not the fucking guy to be directing Superman into story. Here's the thing: I, I agree and disagree. I think uh, he could do certain superhero movies, certain comic book adaptations. The problem I have with Zack Snyder is 
he is not a guy that is right for Superman. He's admittedly he's admittedly somebody who has said that he does not like Superman. He said that in an interview that he does not like the character of Superman. So why would you have him direct a Superman movie or a movie that has Superman in it like Batman versus Superman? Of course, Batman is the one everybody liked in this thing because, hey, he likes Batman. He doesn't like Superman. You know, I wouldn't mind if he would have gone off with Ben Affleck and directed a Batman solo flick. That might have actually been pretty good. But this movie fails because he he has a complete lack of understanding of who Superman is, the universe that Superman is in, the characters around him. I mean, for Christ's sake, they killed Jimmy Olsen within five seconds of him showing up in this thing. Now, wait, it's a confirmed that that's Jimmy that Olsen. Is Jimmy, he is, it's in the credits. He's Jimmy Olsen. He is wow. killed within five... I mean, come on. It, that's ridiculous. He has no respect for the characters, no respect for the mythology of these characters, who they are, who they've been for the last hundred years. I mean, th- this guy completely has spit in the face of what Superman is and the fans have to eat it up because this is the only thing they're going to get unfortunately and it sucks that they'll give him another shot because he's just going to screw it up some more I mean look what happened in Batman versus Superman is a travesty for the character of Superman it really is and even for Batman Batman hasn't killed in the comics in a very long time well, and how myopic and stupid they made him. Like, they just threw the entire investigatory Absolutely. side of Batman out and just like, okay, I'm just going to follow the machinations of Man, dude, 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 he did more. He did more investigating in this movie than he did in all three Dark Knight movies, dude. That's for real. True. That, that is true. That is true, dude. He, 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 he pumped iron. That's all he fucking did in this movie. Dude, that is complete bullshit, Zod. If they remember the bullet scene in uh, The Dark Knight when he goes in, he gets the bullet from the wall, and then he has a, the whole thing yeah, without. But all that time he spent with Alfred was him investigating other stuff, investigating yes, what was going on. That's what a he went. He went. Does he does all that detective stuff? Yeah, he did that all that. Detective. That that's what Ben Affleck did in this ben movie, Affleck dude. Did was work out in the movie. That's he fine. was. He was like he. You know who he remi- Who Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne reminded me of in this one. Ben he reminded Back me of. He, yes, Biff from Back to the Future. He reminded me. <laughs> he, he reminded me of no, no, the, ba- of the, the Batman future. of the Batman the animated series Bruce Wayne. That's what he reminded me of. More and that is blasphemy. Well, like he was I able to. I mean, even the, even the clothes that he wore, he looked like that. That's all he did was work out the entire cartoon. That's look. I understand why the fans liked Affleck's Batman because he looked cool in the suit. The suit looked like the comics. It looked like the cartoon. It looked like the Dark Knight graphic novel. I get it. He looked cool, but that's something that Zack Snyder's always been able to do: make things look cool. But then the rest of it sucks. He has no substance, no depth. I'm gonna, the I'm gonna characterization is horrible. I'm but yeah, it, it looks cool. The kind of, the car looks cool. The Batmobile looks cool. His equipment looks cool. The toys look cool, but that's it. That's where it ends. He makes I'm things sure look nice. Right but there. It's nothing he else. Had, he had some amazing, incredibly humane moments at the beginning of the film that they could have really built off of. I think. Well, maybe they will. Maybe you'll see that in the director's cut coming out. But I don't. I don't care about the director's cut anymore. That's the yeah. point. This, this is when you make a movie like this and it's this badly received, and you're completely butchering it. Why would I even invest myself to watch the director's cut? Because it's going to be R-rated. They're going to drop the fucking ooh. Yeah, ooh, maybe we'll get to see Lois's nipples in the bathtub. Look, 
Mr. Derp Nipples. That's what her name is from now on. Mr. Derp. I've never seen a character written that fucking stupid in a movie before. This movie, and and I thought it was going to be bad. It was worse than I expected. I'm not even kidding. I thought, you know, I I thought it was going to be bad because of the stuff that I'd seen. I didn't like Men of Steel. But inside of me, like when I went to see Men of Steel, I was hoping that I would be wrong and that it would redeem Men of Steel and it would be great and I would end up liking it. I, I didn't expect it to be this badly done. And I don't care about the X-rated cut. It's not going to make this better. The characters are badly written. When you have something that's just fundamentally – look, when you have something that's fundamentally bad in a script, it doesn't matter if you make it narrated and, and you extend it another 20 minutes. It's already fundamentally broken. And this movie has been broken fundamentally from the script because you have well, a guy like Chris Terrio who's not a script writer for comic book movies. The guy has been credited with one movie previous to this, Argo, which was the true story, not a comic book movie. So why would you have this guy rewrite a David Goyer script? Have somebody who knows – when you bring some of the, the, the comic book writers that actually write comics for DC. Why not? They wanted to grab to add some levity and some real life and uh, and some of the hard impacting Superman stories that have really affected the fans over the years. They really should have brought in Grant Morrison to work on this, but um, but to refute you a little bit, Jackal, um, and I can see what a lot of fans are saying because the way the movie is cut, it kind of seems like they they trimmed a lot out to move it along, and it seems like the scenes are unconnected. And there are certain people that say that like with the longer cut, we might see. I don't need like, to see that because together. there's. A- yeah, but I don't see how that is even possible because some of the some of the, the scenes when they cut from one scene to another, you can tell that that's the conclusion of the scene. I mean, if they extend it a little bit longer, it might just drag out the scene and it, it might not work well. And some yeah. of the some of the cuts that I've heard that they made were stuff that really doesn't even connect scene nope. to scene. It's complete scenes that were missing, complete from beginning to end scenes. So yeah, they could add maybe another 20, 30 minutes, and but it's still going to be bad, you know, bad material. It was bad enough that they didn't add it the first time because it dragged the movie down, and now you're going to add it. It's just going to make it worse. What about – why didn't they cut the scene where Jesse Eisenberg puts the Jolly Rancher in the guy's No, they didn't just cut Jesse Eisenberg from the movie completely. Well, at least the scene where he puts the Jolly Rancher in the guy's Single-handedly, mouth. the worst cast in the history of movies is Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Single-handedly, that's the worst casting in history of cinema. Yeah, just I, really like, did. I myself well, didn't like how they he would sit there and think something was happening. And you'd also be going, "Okay, here's some action." And then all of a sudden, he was dreaming it, or it dude, was just this, like, this a, was, "Yeah, just, no, there was more dream sequences in this movie." Yeah, dude, I was like, very, 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 very seriously, seriously. I mean, some of the action is just a dream sequence, so nothing really happened in the movie. Just a bunch of dreams. Yeah, that, and, look, that and, and, and and honestly, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was Jim Carrey on cocaine. That's all it was on the, the Riddler. And one, one thing that I got to ask is I, I'm, I have only read The Death of Superman, so I'm only familiar with that little small section of Doomsday Story. But, like, does he ever get to be as giant as King Kong? Because, like, I know he's bigger than Superman, but he's only supposed to be, like, 10 or 12 feet tall. He's not supposed to be, like, King Kong fucking No, he, right? did, he does get, like, King so Kong just, uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, he evolves, especially, the, like, in the modern they even butchered that because here he evolves a little bit, but he doesn't really evolve properly. Well, he starts out as huge as fucking King Kong. Yeah, and, like, true. somehow Jesse Eisenberg's little pussy blood spilt on Zod's body turns him into a cave troll from fucking Lord of the Rings. Like, I don't need the ancient, uh, whatever the hell he says, the ancient evil prophecy from Krypton. It's like, how do you know about that? Yeah, plot holes of galore. He knows about it because he asked the Kryptonian computer to tell him everything, just like Lex Luthor did when he was when he went to the Fortress of Solitude and asked the computer to tell him everything. It was the same. It was the same sequence, yes, pretty much. Same, pretty much because they're they're copying Superman Returns. 
In almost, uh, yeah, well, a lot of people say that, and I'm just I'm just pointing this out here. A lot of people say that the Force Awakens is 89 percent a New Hope. Just putting it out there because for real, this is this is to, to no, illustrate no, no, no. the uh, fact a that a lot of these movies that a lot of these movies. Hold on, let me answer that. Hold on. Here's the difference: the Force Awakens mirrored the Phantom what the Phantom Menace did in a lot of ways. It mirrored the original Star Wars to spring forward a new story with new characters and old characters from the original trilogy. Okay, this movie is a completely different animal to Batman vs Superman. Batman vs Superman is a sequel to Men of Steel. Has nothing to do with Superman Returns or that chronology or that history. They're completely separate movies, but they're lifting storylines directly from Superman Returns. Like, for example, in Superman Returns, Superman flies off with the new Krypton, which is full of kryptonite, and he flies it into space to destroy it, right? Here we have Superman carrying the Krypton dagger right into, uh, into Doomsday. Why is Superman carrying Krypton and flying with it, kryptonite and flying with it? He, so he's weakened around yeah, he it. He couldn't even swim with it as seen earlier. Right. Yeah, it's he like, couldn't even it, swim with it when they put it bad, over his head. There was that is just on the very bad first. and lazy writing from people that don't know the character yeah. and is lifting a scene from another movie. They did the same thing with the, the, the actual um, new Krypton itself with, with Zod in the in Menacea wanted to create new Krypton. That's the same motive that Lex had in Superman Returns when he also wanted to create new Krypton on Earth. Remember that scene? Same thing. They're lifting. Don also did that, that in Smallville too. Tried to make new Krypton. Right. I mean, it's like they they have no idea, so they're like, "All right, what's been done before?" And uh, well, yeah, but that nobody liked that movie. But it's okay. We're you know we'll still we'll lift it from the movie that nobody liked. Because no, remember, a lot of people didn't like Superman Returns. Everybody loves a new. Home. They lifted a lot of things from various comic book storylines, not just films, but they went in and they took stuff from different comics, different things that have happened it's as a comic book fan there's so much stuff in this movie setting up what will be or what could be whatever they want to do and the whole idea is they are setting up a foundation to build a universe that's why the movie was as packed as it was that's why there was so much in it it isn't because they they figured they're gonna do this this and this it was over bloated i agree but it was over bloated because of all the things that it had to accomplish in one film. Seriously, is, if if the, they would have just did if they would have just did a standalone one film Batman versus Superman then they might as well have just made The Dark Knight Returns as a standalone movie and then everybody would have been happy well, da da da. But they couldn't have built they couldn't build off that. You can't do anything yeah, with you, that you because build, if you do that you're build, Yeah, but Zod, Zod, they build badly here. Badly, do you understand that? Do you know? You, you, do you understand that here they shoehorned the whole Justice League in and would look like a ridiculous way? I mean, they just completely yeah. shoot on or shoehorn things in here that made no sense. Oh, here's a little drive with some information. Ironically enough, Lex Luthor even created logos for each one of these characters. Really? And Aquaman is like See, the old man of the avatars for them I and mean, give them names. Avatars. Is that the lightning bolt for the Flash? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and then, hold on. And the biggest, I mean, the biggest idiotic scene in the movie is one of the dream sequences within a dream sequence, which is uh, uh, Bruce Wayne having this, the dream of uh, the Flash coming to him and telling him, Yeah, you're right about him. Lois is the key. You, were you know right. what? That's, fr- that's fr- 
you know what that's from though? You know what that's from though? That's lifted Justice directly. God's that's God's lifted God's directly from Injustice Gods Among Us, which is a very, fine. very popular DC storyline right now. So if that happens and they make and they, and they actually happen to make oh, that, no, that actually happens to be that a movie, movie. that'll be good. They'll make a movie setting up that movie. How do, hold on, here, here's your question. How does that happen on in God in uh, Injustice in God Among, Among Us? How does that happen in there? In the story. It, it how it happens set up the scene because I haven't seen it. What, so what it's what it's setting up is up Lois Lane and Superman goes fucking crazy and becomes. Well, I know that I know that part, but is there a scene uh, where Bruce Wayne has a psychic dream within a dream? He has a he has a he has a vision. It's a vision. One at a time. I, the two of you can't talk at the same time. So Zod, tell me. Well, he has a vision. He has a vision at one, at some point, and Superman. This happens in the comics. He has a vision uh, of the Flash, and the Flash is telling him what he needs to do that he can't that he can't trust Superman. Almost exactly like what happened in in uh, Batman versus Superman. It was uh, so, so. Now DC is making Bruce Wayne psychic. No, no, it's not psychic. It was a it was a vision. It was a dream sequence. It, it was it wasn't even a dream sequence. What it was was the flash. No, it wasn't a dream. It was actually the flash. The flash because the flash can travel through different time streams. So the reason why he was he saw it, Bruce Wayne seen it like a dream because because he didn't. I mean, he's not gonna recognize it it's not like well, something that it was a disturbance of the space-time continuum basically the flash yeah, came it wasn't a dream this bruce wayne what was going to happen in the injustice world basically is what what kind of happened in that exactly i don't buy it well it, 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 it happens in the in the i guess the comic i've only played the video game so i didn't see that part of the comic I haven't played the video games you know me i'm not much of a gamer these days so i yeah, don't know the comic the comics are the comics are incredible they've been going on for like 5 years now and the storyline is just getting it is getting deeper and deeper and it, it's funny because it all springs off of this video game that initially you know, it's a fighting game which is kind of what, wasn't of expected to be as big of a hit as it is yeah it's it's huge i don't know I just well, I've but, never in in the comics that I've read of Batman I've never read him have any kind of psychic dream. No, it, but it's not a psychic dream. It's the flash coming like, through. But that's what it looks like. I understand that, but for the layman, that's what it's going to look like. Well, I mean, I see what Zod, Zod's saying, and like that was fun because I too I like um, Injustice. I played the shit out of the game, but. Um, I hate that it's just thrown away, discarded into what was the rest of the film. You know, well, I mean? you know, and it's the same thing with the other crap that you see, where you see him, you see Bruce Wayne come out, and you see him tr- trying to get the trying to get the kryptonite, and you see the, you know, and then you see Superman confront him later on, take his mask off, and tell him, "You took my world away from me." He's blaming Batman for what happened for to Lois because Batman killed never Joker. killed the Joker. That's what that is. That's what that whole thing is. That's all yeah, from no, I injustice. That and, I, and I've read, you know, people talk about that being directly from injustice from God Among Us or whatever. I mean, I, I've believe. See, me, but I've, I'm I've saying if we get that, if we get that move, but I'm saying if we get but that movie in the film, it it came off really silly. It's just not, setting up justice movie like they that they should have just did that. I mean, like that's what that, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's probably what we're gonna get. Not it might not be it might not be the next movie that comes out, but it might be the one after that. I I'm, I really think we're gonna get an injustice movie because this movie was so dark and it set up so many different things. That would be and the logical place Superman for it to go. To be such a bad guy in this universe, right? So I don't right. Yeah. Which sucks for Superman fans. It sucks for Superman, Superman that I grew up, you know, watching as a kid and greeting as a kid. Yep. 
but I really can't see fucking up a character. But I really can't see Henry Cavill being like charismatic and awe-inspiring because like he's just such a limp dick. You know what I mean? So like that's the problem. Well, they gotta, he is British. Yeah. Well, British actors are great. You know, look at Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Marty Freeman. Um, and what's the what's the deal with what's the deal with making Doctor Strange look like Man of Steel Superman? Just saying. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the the uniform, the, out, the uniform that he's wearing, the the, the Doctor Strange looks like. Homie. That's what Doctor yeah, Strange dude. looks like. But the colors are drab. They look exactly the same as the Man of Steel outfit, uh, like the Man of Steel colors, that. the cape, everything. It, does it, it, does it look that. like shitty ass like rubber chainmail, like the the Man of Rubber suit? It's a good question. I mean does it. it I mean, the, the pictures that they've released of does, Cumberbatch, does he looks like home? Superman. No, he doesn't have an S on his chest. Well, I'll never. <laughs> you know what? You know what got you there, bro. He got you there. You weren't expecting that. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, pow, pow. You know, the, movie, the, movie had, the movie had great parts. I'm not going to lie. There were, there were things that like, they could have really worked off of. Like, they like Kevin Smith to- said, they have parademons. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I guess as a, I guess as a, as a comic book fan, I guess I just geeked out a little more because I read comic books all my life. Superman comic books I've read my whole life, so. more insulted by this than I am. Look at how real. No, I'm not because of all the references and all the little nuggets and things that they threw in to modern storylines and various things that they're trying to do. I mean, I I don't know. Because nods and references, that's, that, that made a good movie for you? I mean. Pretty much. That's the route, that's the granny's going on, yeah. I suppose. I mean, like, I can see, like, I, and I had fun with a bit of it, too, like, that they worked Mercy in there, even though they murdered her right away. Right, and, like, right, yeah, Mercy. they shouldn't have killed her right away, but they but they did, they killed her in the Superman Doomsday animated movie, too, which was, which was a travesty, but, yeah. <clears throat> the movie had cool things. I mean, like, I'm and I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I'm excited for a DC Universe moving forward without Zack Snyder, but if this if this Justice League movie comes out as planned, I, I, I can't I can't be one hundred percent interested in it, man. You know what I mean? Like I'll just have to check out the films that he's not involved in. That's what it's gonna have to boil down to. Because I really want. Well, I'm pretty sure the solo Batman movie will probably be a Ben Affleck directed film. Because apparently, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, isn't it Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns who are working on it together? I, why would they get Jeff Johns? They should get um. They should get know. Scott Snyder they, on it. Jeff Johns. I don't know. I I heard it was there was some sort of secret project or something. Okay, that well, he's working Jeff, on Jeff Johns. I mean, like Johns, he is like kind of an architect. Isn't like the script for that done already? Like didn't they already finish? Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Affleck turned in the script and everything. They've got a yeah. really cool script from what the apparently. Said. Yeah. Yeah, but remember, guys. At one point, they thought this was a real a real good script. Also, so <laughs> who's judging over there? Huh? Well, Ben Affleck himself says it's really cool. And I don't oh, know. yeah. Well, I'll take his word for it. He only made Jiggly. I'll give Benny Boy the, the benefit. Jiggly. He didn't make it. He just acted in it, dude. It's not like Jersey he... Girl. That Kevin Smith made that, and you and me are both Kevin Smith fans, homie. This is true. This is true. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck is an actor. He's a dancing monkey, and he does whatever he's told to, unless he's directing it. When he and he, when he does that, he wins Oscars. So him doing this Superman, this I mean, him doing his Batman movie, I have hope for it. I think that he can pull it out, but we'll see. I mean, like, I thought that this movie might be okay, and you were wrong. I said. It. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, uh, I, um, I, what else you got, that, Chris? Uh, well, 
I have well, all other kinds of things. I just was going to say <laughs> that I hope that this Wonder Woman spinoff is far better than than this show because uh, Wonder Woman was Wonder very, very, very pretty. She yeah. was smokingly hot, and that was the one plus. Yeah, I, I'm a big Gal Gadot fan too, and like I can't wait to see her film. Like when she's fighting Doomsday Man, she like rolls over and gives that really sexy smile. I was like, yeah, that's like the best part of the movie. Yeah, if she could do that in a wet t-shirt contest, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Amen, bro. Amen. I think I think one of the main problems I had is like I just finished watching Daredevil season two, and I went to the theater to see Batman versus Superman too. Like I think that like I had. You know, I'd just seen Perfection, and I left it and saw Oh, well, I, yeah, I have to agree with you that Daredevil Season 2 was perfect, really. I, You know, it, that that show is just, that's like the best thing that, that they could ever come out with, really. I, I don't, out of everything that Marvel's produced, I think superhero-wise, regardless, is just, I mean, that Daredevil show, it's unbelievable. No, no, I, I agree, it's the best live-action superhero production I think I've ever seen. And I've never seen that, believe it or not. That's what somebody else got to talk about. Well, I've never seen seen the Daredevil show, actually, believe it or not. So I I, I have to tune in. Wow. That's amazing, bro. I'll say this much. I'm just happy they finally, finally did the Punisher correctly. Oh, Oh, yeah. Jack Bernthal was so badass. So badass in this. I mean, honestly, I, I've look. We've seen how many Punisher movies now? Three. This is the fourth Punisher we've had. Right, right. The fourth one, right? Live action, and this finally feels like we're watching the Punisher. Like they finally did it, and honestly, as a follow up to the first season, phenomenal. I mean, and I thought it was going to be tough because that first season was just magic. The first Daredevil season was incredible. Now the Punisher is getting his own spinoff series, right? Eventually. Uh, they're hinting it, but they're saying that if it does happen, it's going to happen after the Defenders the year after next. So, nice. wasn't there a Dolph Lundgren movie called The Punisher? Yeah, yes. that was the first movie. Yes. That was that in '88. Yeah, that was actually the first. Um, All right, okay. Movie. And then yeah, we had the Tom uh, Jane yeah. one, and then we had the Ray Stevenson one, and all three of them have been epic failures. The Thomas Jane one had so much potential to it, and, and there's some stuff in there that I really liked, but uh, for the most part, yeah, they they all sucked. Especially compared to John Bernthal, I mean, even if you liked one, of, somewhat liked one of the ones before the hand, he just blew them all out of the water. I mean, he blew the water in the story. Yeah, he did blow the water, definitely. <laughs> he blew the water. Uh, and then, well, wow, good for the water, huh? And then Elodie Young as wow. man, she stepped. Doesn't up. get that reference. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he missed out on the um, simple Anthony years. Obviously, that's okay. Am I glitching? No, no, shout out to like Simple Anthony. I was just laughing, so I muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Elodie Young as Electra. I mean, she stepped up. She was as badass as the Punisher. I mean, she lived that role. And then Stick coming back. I mean, Scott um, Scott Glenn as Stick. I mean, everybody just embodies their role on that show. I mean, just to perfection. Foggy's Absolutely. a little crybaby bitch. That's right. Cry, bitch. Cry. You know what? And it's funny because I actually found myself really liking Foggy in this. I didn't, you know, when John Favreau played him in uh, the, the original Daredevil movie, really didn't like the way he played the character in Foggy. But in, you know, this they nailed the Foggy character. It was, it was perfectly, you know, done. I always forget the actor's name, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was also in Dumb and Dumber, the prequel. 
I always call him Penub because that was his Penub. name in Idle Hands. He was in Idle Hands also. Yeah, that's right. Idle Hands. got his head cut off. Yep, yep, yep. Funny Ouch. Movie. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, a lot of funny stuff. But he was really, really good in this. You know, season three is what, like eight months away? Something like that? Nine months away? I mean, they're... It's a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, remember, when, when they release it, they release all the episodes at once, so... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's, sure. it's not like they do it week by week by week. So yeah, you, you, get, get, you, you basically get, the get a 13-hour-long yeah. movie. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I can't wait for that. I mean, it's, it's really like getting a sequel every year to a really long-ass movie. It's really <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. it is. Really. <laughs> it is. So do we have any uh, new stories to go over, um, Johnny, that we haven't gone over yet? Oh, snap. I thought we were going to be able well, to... Well, actually, we do. We do. Oh, we yeah? have. Yep, we do. Well, one thing we wanted to uh, talk about, the the uh, Tom Cruise, about The Edge of Tomorrow. Is that the na- movie that they're going to come out with a remake of? They were showing the other day or talking about on Facebook. Well, I don't think it's a remake. It's a sequel, probably, a right? Sequel. Excuse me, yeah. sequel. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah they're going to be making a sequel well, of that. Um, yeah, I mean it was a good movie. We talked a little bit about it. Yeah, earlier. I I really I really enjoyed it. And 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 uh, did we already talk about that on air earlier? Or was that before? We I think talking? we talked about it before before the show. Yeah, oh. and so um, I, I actually really enjoyed sometimes. it. I thought it was a, it was it was a good movie. I I not much into Tom Cruise, but um, I no, no, actually I hate enjoyed him, it. But I- I hate him, but like I, I actually got and watched that movie because I'm a huge fan of the story. Like I was telling you guys, like if you get a chance, Chris, track down and get the um the Japanese graphic novel for it. Um, it's called All You Need Is Kill, is what they have, the book's actually called. And, uh, it's it's probably one of the best science fiction stories I've ever read. The um the movie does it okay, but like the actual story, the way the aliens are in in the graphic novel, like it's really cool the way that they how they make the time loop and shit. It's really complex. It's a really neat different kind of alien invasion story. The movie the movie was really good, but like they could they could have made it better in my opinion, but like maybe they'll maybe they'll add some of the better parts in in the sequel. Yeah. I guess I'm the I'm the only one who doesn't hate Tom Cruise here. I think he's a pretty good actor. I mean, I like a lot I of I think his work. so too. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. He's, he's I, kinda, I enjoy the Mission Impossible movies. and I can't see him apart. Like I, I can't I can't see the <laughs> difference. You know what I mean? Like he is the piece of shit that I read about in the news. And well, yeah. yeah, but how, how, man, how much do you read about Tom Cruise in the news? Because he's barely ever on the news. Like, well, crazy. yeah, and you know, if we want to go and kind of step it out a little bit, also know, uh, remember too that he is going to be doing the Mummy. He's filming the new Mummy. Uh, they're coming Is he out really? with, yep, with, with yeah. Tom Cruise in it, and uh, also so he's taking over like Brendan Fraser's part. No, well, over... well, see, this is it's, they're trying to make a D, uh, a Universal Monsters shared universe. And yeah, they've been doing gonna, that for years. I've been trying to do but that. But this crap. is going to tie in with um, Dracula Untold, aka Better Off Untold. So I'm not really expecting <laughs> good of a production. <laughs> if you watch Dracula Untold, that is. I mean, I did not because I figured it was going to be bad. So. Yeah, purposely skipped that one. So that's uh, Tom Cruise is a busy man, and then on top of that, he's also working on Top Gun two, and he's for... got another Jack Reach around movie coming out, right? Yeah, and of course, there's still going to be a Mission Impossible ten, another Mission Impossible, whatever. Yep, I knew and it's that. It's probably going to be a bad guy in the fucking Fast and the Furious nine too, since they're getting everybody to be in that damn movie. Yeah. Not a bad idea. That's one thing that he hasn't done yet. I could totally see his little egotistical midget ass driving a car like you can't catch me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm still holding off for a uh, spinoff from his character in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Weren't they supposed to actually do that at some point? I don't know. I know they were going to probably do a sequel to that, but it never happened. So I don't know yeah, why. It made, a, it made a lot of money. Almost got Robert Downey Jr. an Oscar. <laughs> I know. 
That's that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He went full retard. <laughs> you but 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 make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> you never go full retard. Uh, <laughs> Where did Zod go? I think Zod muted himself. Uh, he fell asleep again on us. I think. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's what goes on. He's he's watching uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, he's it. trying to he's trying to he's trying to get some sweet burns on us. Trying to like read up on him. <laughs> I'll show those guys. Show them. Oh. He hasn't played Injustice God amongst us. He doesn't know about the storyline. <laughs> How dare you not be a gamer? Uh Jesus. You are a gamer. I thought you bought like a PlayStation 4 and shit. Even though yeah, God they had, to... had Darth Vader on it, man. That's the only reason I really like <laughs> pop four hundred bucks for that shit. Like look, it's it's a great home entertainment system so far. You know, watch all the Blu-rays on it. It's complex. <laughs> My YouTube is killer. And I've played Battlefront like three times. And I and I'm not paying for the season path, so so fuck y'all, I ain't paying for it. It ain't happening. Well, you don't want to get your ass beat by like twelve year old Korean kids? Not happening. No, no. No, it's not happening. I'll be okay. Darn right. Not happening, man. But anyway, I think we did lose Zod. Okay. Uh oh, <laughs> did we? Okay, well, so we got a message here. Let's see if somebody's, uh, let's touch one of you guys. No, it's Zod. He oh, says he's got unexpected no. company, so he's bailing on us. Uh oh. But that's kind of harsh when he's the one actually doing the producing. <laughs> Well, he, he could go off and do his unexpected company, and we can just keep on rambling on, I suppose. Uh, he's producing the show, right? So we kind of have to do that anyway. Right. So anyway. Uh... <laughs> uh, anyway, that's funny. Guys, I have to go. I have some unexpected company coming. Yeah. It's, well, then. Uh, it's, right it's, in the middle of a production. It is a production. It is a production. It is. Yeah. And right but now, God damn, that wrong one silence is awesome. Just to keep the recording, he says. Oh. Well, well I you have another hour before we're done, right? So, unless he wants exactly. to cut out early, you know, and end the show early. I mean, does he have some company, or is he just mad that uh, we trashed uh, Batman versus Superman? I, do, I I couldn't say. And get on <laughs> All the I know on. is that the company's there, and um, I mean, I okay. suppose we can just ramble on and 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 do what we do. I um, oh, he says seriously, he does have unexpected company that showed up. So, you know, what can you do? Unfortunately, that happens, and I understand because my yep. whole family showed up and my whole screaming kid. That guy's not screaming now, but I get it. So anyway, um, those so things happen. Those things do happen. But anyway, we digress. Um, so let's see. Does uh, the box office return, has that been official yet? Because I've you know, i been looking at box office mojo like day and stuff. And, no. I, I've been just, I don't really I've been, check I've been that. Just That's itching. like you and Alex usually have that. that yeah, that. I've, been, I've been itching to see if, uh, if it's official that it, uh, it's number two now and not number one at the box office. I'm kind of hoping Hardcore Henry would beat it because that, that's such a phenomenal movie, man. You want to go see something good, just action-packed and badass, go watch that, man. Don't even bother with Old Man versus Stupid Man. That, that you know, opens yeah. up terribly, though. Five million, supposedly, is the uh, estimate. Well, it's, it's an indie film shot mostly in Russia with, like, Shadow Chopley's, like, the only actor in it. So yeah, I, I, did, I don't think anybody was expecting it to do that amazingly. 
I think that looks interesting. Whole... Oh, it's awesome. You'll dig it, dude. Let's see. Uh, well, it doesn't seem like, I don't think it's official yet. So it's not officially yet. So weekend estimates, but the boss looks like it's uh, a. Hey, yeah, it looks like the boss versus, is still there. Looks like it's still happening. What's so Batman versus Superman got their ass kicked by a fat bitch. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But here's here's uh, you know what I what I find really uh, hum- hilarious to be honest is the uh, the superhero SmackDown showdowns on Box Office Mojo. Um, just a few like a couple of, actually like a week ago, the difference between um, Batman versus Superman and Iron Man three was like maybe three or four million dollars. A week later. One has two ninety six, and the other one has three thirty seven. So we're looking at a forty million dollar difference in one week. So the drop is wow. huge for that movie. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man three is considered one of the worst sequels of a right. superhero movie. That's so. another thing we have to look at. Now this movie is probably going to underperform under or at least perform under Iron Man three, which that made a billion. You know, it did. It, it, it hit uh, eight hundred million foreign and four hundred and nine domestically. But with the sharp decline that Batman versus Superman is having, it's not going to get anywhere near four hundred million. Well, from what I understand, it's not even going to make as much money domestically as Man of Steel did. Well, no, it's already past Man of Steel. Yeah, week. no, but it's not going to be as profitable of, of a film. It's right. not going to have the well, yeah. Which is but, which is tragic because that movie was an underperforming giant. You know what I mean? Well, the, so, the reason being for that is yeah. they spent so much more on the marketing and in making this movie. Remember, this movie cost near three hundred million dollars. One of the most make, expensive movies ever to be made. Just to produce it, it cost about three hundred million almost. Now add the, about two hundred to two hundred and fifty million extra for the marketing because this thing got marketed like crazy. So you, you're talking about a movie that literally, for them to break even, it has to hit a billion. For them to turn a profit, it has to pass a billion dollars, and it doesn't look like it's going to get there. It really doesn't look. And it's it, look, it's kind of a shocking thing to to see a movie with Batman and Superman underperforming. Mm-hmm. Because what did we hear, you know, for a long time? Oh, it's got Batman in it. It's going to make a yeah, million. Yeah, Batman, Batman, Batman's the real winner because Superman right. is never Superman up at Christopher Reeve, but up at there's never been nothing, and so it's yeah, exactly. They're going in it, merging them together, and as I said before, sticking two franchises together that kind of were sloping a little bit, but not necessarily much with Batman, only because of the the, the stupid incident with the uh, guy going in there and blowing up the movie theater, kind of jacked that whole deal up, but. Uh, other than that, you know, that was a, it's two franchises, and they're trying to revive it. It's it's too bad that it wasn't able to to have have a good plot and and bring a bring a following back to Superman because for what it all is, it's Superman is what started it all. Superman for all these these comic book movies and everything that's coming out, it's Superman that started it all way back. Right. To, Back to Christopher Reeve in 1950 or whatever it was, big kind of fat pudgy guy jumping off of the springboard. George yeah. Reeve. George, George excuse me. Close enough. And, you know, yeah, sorry, there we go. And so, you know, it is the one that we all look up to. It is it is the, the, the biggest uh, comic book hero that we have, the most powerfulest one we all, we all you know, I guess – not maybe not most powerful, but you know what well, I mean. He is. I mean, so, like he's written to or, be a god, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, yeah. look, look at the name of the game in uh, Injustice: God Amongst Us. You so know, you like, really want you really want it have that character be the best movie it can be. 
Well, here, here's here's where the fundamental flaw is, though, in in these two movies. Yeah, and we really got spoiled on t- real quick on that. We really got spoiled with Christopher Reeve. Definitely, uh, Christopher yeah. Reeve. You look, you know, they've played these movies here just this week, uh, the first uh, two or whatever, and to look at him, gosh, he was just such the perfect look and everything of a Superman. You just right out of a magazine. So. Well, here's the fundamental uh, flaw in, in really what dooms Men of Steel or Batman versus Superman when it comes to Superman itself. Superman is supposed to be the opposite of Batman. Batman is the, the dark, gritty, the dark knight. He's the gritty one. He's the one that always comes out in the, in the nighttime. He's, you know, he's a vigilante. Superman is a more light character. He's, he's the light. He is the opposite, the yin and the yang. And when you turn Superman into essentially Batman, and then you have him fight Batman, it completely kills what it's supposed to be that effect. Yeah, and showing the, Batman the go to the dark. weights to become real strong to fight him right. is stupid. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous and it's insulting. And then there's a, a, an even more retarded scene. You have uh, Batman who's, uh, who's chained up Superman, and he's swinging him around the room, like swinging him like, really, Batman, when did you get superpowers? Because I know the suit's supposed to protect you from getting hit, but does it give you super strength also? Because that wasn't part of what was described. Right, like, Superman is supposed to be like heavy. I mean, like right. he's supposed to be unmovable when he's laying on the ground, unless you're you're stronger well, than yeah, him. Well, yeah, and also we can't because see that didn't match up because before, kind of at the beginning, when he went and he was driving and it's in his Batmobile and he hit Superman. Superman right. didn't move, but the car went flying. So the car got destroyed. Yeah, it was totaled. So yeah, none of that made any sense. Like, like I said, it was just lazy script writing, lazy uh, directing by Zack Snyder and. And look, he really needs to go. I mean, if they're going to move forward with Justice League, they need to like hold off for maybe another month and recast the director. It's worked before. Marvel did it with Ant Man. And they're going to need to like actually find somebody that cares about Superman and really try to turn this Henry Cavill Superman around and have him become charismatic and even likable. Because you look, I I look at him on the screen and I don't see anything. I just is that see even him. possible though? I mean, honestly. Johnny, seriously, is it even possible for him to be charismatic? Well, they could they could write him to say some lines more like Christopher Reeves. They can write him to be a charming Boy Scout, you know, because he's supposed to be the Boy Scout. And in this, he's kind of just a pouty, like, things don't go my way, Mom. What am I supposed to do, Mom? Kind of guy. And it's like, Superman's not supposed to be like that. Right, they keep writing, no, but they keep writing Superman like that. That's the same way they wrote him in uh, Superman Returns. Emo, pouting around, stalkerish. That's not I, Superman. I mean, you know me. I, my favorite Superman, Smallville, and that's because you talked me into watching that show. I, I would, I never even planned on it until you told me like how amazing it was, and it was. And like, if you can't, I actually like line, Lois and Clark myself. I thought that was good, but that's just yeah. Well, if you can't even tow the TV line and have a character that's as charismatic as the dude that fucking plays him on TV, then you're you're obviously doing it wrong, in my opinion. Now, speaking of TV, yeah. did you guys uh, watch the crossover of The Flash on Supergirl? No. Yeah, and I was hoping for them to bust into a musical number since they're both from Glee and it never happened. But other than that, it was a great episode. I had a lot of fun with it because I liked, I liked the kid that plays The Flash. See, I never watched Glee. She was on Glee also? Yeah, well, I mean, I just know that they're both on Glee. I didn't watch it. Zod's our Glee expert. I just know that they're both from there, from that show. That's where they got famous, kind of. Hmm. See, I, I, didn't, I knew he was from Glee, but I never... Knew that she was. I had no idea. Not a, you know, not a Glee fan, so I have. And she's got naked set. pictures online. It happened during the fapping, so like. Oh, nice. She's yeah. hot, too, by the way. 
Yeah, she's a cutie, no doubt. Yeah, she can get it. I I actually really want to like the Supergirl show because there's some great elements to it. I just hate the subplot with her stepsister and the anti-Supergirl organization that's like always watching her. I think that's just a retarded way to start the show out. But yeah, you know, and here's yeah. the thing: I was not sold on the some of the characters like Cat Grant um, early on. I really didn't like her character. She's kind of growing on me a little bit. And it really, with this episode, with the, the crossover, there's a couple of scenes that she's in where she completely nails the character. And I was like, oh, okay, now I'm starting to like the character. But there are you know, certain characters in the show that are just completely miscast and just badly written. Uh, the sister, yeah, I don't really like the, the entire you know, organization with Ma- Marshall Manhunter. Um, all that seems really, like, really badly put together. Now you have Lois Lane's sister working in there with him. That's just stupid. Um, there's, there's a lot of stupid stuff they've done on that show so far. Yeah, it's not it's not quite as bad as um the worst actors of tomorrow, but it's right. like honestly DC's <laughs> second worst show. And I, it's really bad because I'm I'm really liking most of DC's shows. I still love yeah. Gotham. I love the Flash. Arrow's fun. It, it's kind of hit or miss sometimes. There's some really stupid subplots on that, but I still dig that. But man, Legends of Tomorrow is really a scraping the bottom of the barrel show. It's 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 definitely as bad as Marvel's Agents of Shield. I mean, it's dude, like, I, honestly, I cannot get into Arrow. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Sorry, uh, Chris. That's okay. Yeah. No, says I'm Chris. No, what's what's that again? Well, we're both Chris's, but like I never go by that usually. Well, no, I was talking about oh, Chris Brown, okay. not Johnny Alpha. But anyway, I see. Uh, okay, uh, all right. I thought you were gonna say something, so I was saying, uh, sorry, I cut you off, but I guess not. Jeez. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't saying anything. You didn't cut me off. Oh well, see. Thank you for being polite, by the way. I was trying not to Nancy Burns you. That's what it is. Oh, sick Nancy Burns right there. Shout out to Nancy Burns. Pow, yeah, pow. Shots for sure. <laughs> Love Nancy. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Darn right. Anyway, yeah, it's just, you know, Superman is going to, it's such a big thing that people are always, no matter how bad it does, and if it goes away, uh, people, and they may revamp it or whatever, it'll always have people come back to want to see it, to wait for it to get, go, uh, you know, back to where it was. And, I myself personally think it's the guy. I think they need to hit on the right Superman. Um, I mean, yeah, this guy's okay, uh, but I think they need to hit on the right guy, and um, I don't think he's that man. And so I think that has a lot to do with it too, and and along with, of course, the whole picture, but the directors and all that. But I really would um, expect that this movie is just going to continue to go no matter how bad it gets, and they're just going to continue to go because eventually – They'll get it right, I feel, but it's you know it's just one of these things that they should have did it right from the beginning because, like I said before, uh, that you cannot beat the Christopher Reeve, uh, G- uh, Gene uh, Hackman movie. Gene Hackman, yep. yep. And uh, you know the first two, you know that second well, and fourth were well, I don't know the fourth maybe had some moments, but uh, the third was horrible. On the on the Christopher Reeve ones were, were epic. By the, by the way, um, did you notice that uh, the plot with Doomsday in this was very reminiscent of the plot in, in Superman: Quest for Peace? Yeah, he was he was very yeah. much like Radioactive Man or whatever his name is. Right, yeah. Doomsday and, could, and Lex created both. Oh, there you go. 
And, and Chris, you really hit on something wonderful because it's true. After Man, um, Man of Steel didn't perform well, they were like, okay, what can we do to make um, this next Superman movie sell better? Oh, we're going to put Batman in it. Next thing you know, like they're saying, like, okay, it's going to be a Batman and Superman movie. And then all of a sudden, it's, oh, they're going to be fighting each other. And it just kept morphing into something else, just something else. And, until it, and they were doing it low, and they were doing it in Wonder Woman, in Aquaman, in a Flash dream sequence. And then, like, by the time, like, they were done, sure. like, just thinking of all the wonderful things they could throw into it, they just decided to make it without actually planning ahead, I think. That's all I can see with the clusterfuck that this movie came what out. What they really should have done in this movie it should have just been a, a two-hour Batman standalone film introducing mm-hmm. Batman, you know, exactly. going through Keep the motions. Here, here's the thing, and I would have the Batman character uh, be a story that has nothing to do with Man of Steel until the very end of the movie. And in the end of the movie is the uh, the, the shots you saw in the beginning of this movie would happen at the end of the movie where you see Batman running into the buildings as Man of Steel is starting to happen and then you stop the movie right there and that would be the end of the Batman movie to leave you with a cliffhanger for the you know the next movie Batman versus Superman which would make more sense and this way you can concentrate on a Batman versus Superman story and not have the you know the Wayne origin told and that's again. that's you know it's kind of what we we're saying earlier that's why I like the Force Awakens I mean because they did they yeah okay like we could say we go back and they kind of went by maybe the the direct plot of of the of the you know the Star but Wars you hope. The, yeah, the first hope. But the thing of it is, is that they needed to keep it simple so they could get everybody on track and it wasn't completely just everywhere, all over the plot. And then nobody was, you know, collaborated and all liking it and ready for the next one to come out. And so you need to keep it simple. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me, focused. Everybody, you know, can, can like it and, and reel them in and boom, that's how you do it. There just wasn't anything like that. In this this show, it just was slap it together. Let's make as much action as we can, and and you know see what happens. Is you know, and 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 I am I am very surprised that it actually made this amount of money. Even though, yeah, granted, it isn't what it could be as far as big mass of money. But I'm I figured it was just going to be a complete flop, like the uh, Ron Howard movie that <laughs> that came out whatever long with about the. Uh, uh, Mo- Mo- Moby Dick or whatever it was that was oh the heart of the sea or something the heart of the sea that was supposed to be for a, a huge hit and yep. it was a complete sinker literally <laughs> and uh, <laughs> was it so, oh yeah, wow it really did not do well at the box office and it was projected to be a a blockbuster movie uh, they spent a lot of money making it it had a, a blockbuster cast and it did nothing. And so, and I actually still want to see it. You can rent it right now. Just like the uh, Gods of Egypt. That's another one. Gods of Egypt. The other one. I couldn't remember the name of it. That was the other one. Gods of Egypt is actually the better version of Batman versus Superman. (laughs) Kind of same movie, but like it's actually based on Egyptian mythology instead of DC mythology. I actually like the movie, to be honest with you. No, it's it's fun. I mean, it's retarded. It's over the top. Gerard Butler is just gloriously over the top through the whole film. But I mean... It's it's hilarious and it's a blast. You just have a good time. It's action. It's stupid. It's everything that Batman versus Superman probably actually should have been. Yeah, yeah. And it's based on mythology that you know. It, it, look, it, it's Egyptian mythology. If you don't know the history of Horus or Set, if you don't know that mythology, well, now you might be a little enlightened and you might actually go want to read a book on history. 
And, you know, it, it's interesting in that level also. You know, a lot of people don't know that, that mythology, so they were like, oh, who the hell is this Horus guy? You know, what, what is this? So they, they might have, like, over, overlooked it because of that. But actually, it's pretty well told. It's pretty interesting the way that he told well, the story. So. And then a lot of people were jumping on, oh, but they got white people to play these characters. It's like, dude, he's, Horus, the, he is the... He is the son of Isis and Osiris, <laughs> who are sky gods, who are depicted with blue skin. So them having a Caucasian kid shouldn't actually be that fucking weird. No, but here's the, here's the crazy thing, though. Horus, throughout history, he's always been depicted as a white Caucasian. That's okay. always he, it, it, that's the mythology. That's that you know the people. Here's the thing: people are, are ignorant. They think, oh, it, it's an Egyptian story. They all must be you know dark skinned because that, in, in Egypt, yeah, there's there's a lot of dark skinned people there. And Egypt, of course, comes out of Africa and all that stuff. And Africa has a lot of black people. We understand that, but not everybody is black in that territory. Not everybody is dark skinned in that territory. Yes, there was light skinned people, and even in the movie, they had dark skinned people in the film. But Horus, the character, the the mythology of Horus, he has been depicted Caucasian. Always. Well, I mean, he's, he's there's like no whitewashing here. This is how uh, he was depicted originally. Osiris and I- Isis both came from the the northern the Southern Cross. Like they're from space, and they're depicted blue and everything that I've ever seen. So, like, even if they weren't going off of like actual depictions, like two blue aliens having a white kid shouldn't be like terrifying or, or, or insulting to these people. You know what I mean? He's not supposed it's to actually. Get- He's not actually supposed to be an African. He's a child of aliens, you know what I right. mean? Or, <laughs> or gods from another star, or however you want to take the mythology. But uh, Osiris and Isis both come from the sky. Right. And they're blue, usually. I, I didn't, I, look, I, I was surprised by that film. I thought it was going to be kind of a letdown, and I didn't think it was going to be that good. And it wasn't great by no means. It has a lot of you know issues. There's a lot of uh, but, different plot holes and stuff that are in the movie. But overall, the overall storyline, it, it works. I mean, the characters were fun. The movie itself is well-paced. The editing is, is really well done. The special effects were fantastic. I really had no issues major issues with the movie other than some minor flaws that it does have i would put it over most i'd have put it over most of the greek mythology movies that have come out recently so definitely i'd put it over clash of the titans and the immortals and all the rest of that crap that's come out crap of the titans yeah that was terrible (laughs) yeah i mean gods of egypt like that that totally got hosed for crappy ass sjw reasons and it didn't really deserve it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand that we're in a time where people all have sand in their vaginas, but fuck, it's a goddamn movie about a guy who turns into a giant cat and a guy who turns into a giant bird that fight each other. Right. Like, Get over it. <laughs> it's like the same thing with people complaining about Transformers movies. It's a damn movie about robots that fight each other, people. What the fuck do you want from it? Well, I guess we could say the same thing about Batman versus Superman. It's a movie about <laughs> The problem is with Batman and Superman is they tried to make it so hard and greedy and dark and and they 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 overdid it. They tried to they tried to make it something that it's not. And it should have just been about a fucking really positive, happy guy fighting a grumpy guy that fucking defends the night. Look, I'll say this much: um, outside of one movie that I haven't seen, um, Alex Proyas has made nothing but movies that I love. Uh, the Crow, I loved. Dark City, I loved. I Robot, I liked a lot. Knowing, I loved. And I actually liked uh, Gods of Egypt a lot. So, I mean, he's one of the best directors 
this genre in the last uh, 20, 30 years. And, I, you know, his movies are consistently pretty damn good. Even though he doesn't make a whole lot of movies, you know, what he's done as a director has been really, really well done. And, you know, it sucks that he this movie's gotten shit on so so badly. He's also the producer on the thing. So, I mean, you know, it, it sucks to see such a great director have such a bad, you know, outcome to such a decent movie and a good movie at that. So uh, it sucks. Hopefully the DVD sales will kind of, you know, shed a little bit, of, you know, more of light to this movie and have people, you know, give it a chance. Because, again, if you if you do give it a chance, there's a good chance you are going to like the movie because it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're a fan of visual films, because that's what Alex Poyas has made since The Crow. I mean, he's a master yep. of doing, like, really great visual yep. effects. And, like, that's what he's done here. Like, some of the CGI, because it's so CGI heavy, will look a little wonky but like right. like i said the the entire movie is basically cgi for the most part so of course you're gonna have a little wobbly stuff but other than that dude it's just a really fun action film and it looks amazing everything's well, bright everything's shiny everything's it's yeah fun. but even the even some of the little wobbly cgi stuff it's explained away because it's a fantasy yeah it's not grounded in the real world it's a mythology it's, it's all based on on fantasy it's and not, if you watch it on reality. TV, it's probably not going to be as visible as it was in the theater. With the, no, probably not. The shaky I, mean, I can't wait for the Blu-ray of this thing. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm buying that the day it comes out. But yeah, I mean, I had a I had a great time with Gods of Egypt too. Like I I, I remember talking to you on the chat about it when we were, you were watching. And yeah, I I really don't get these people with their whole like oh they got white people to be in and it's like every movie i've ever seen in my entire life going back to they, when they started having voice um speaking in movies they've always had british people play egyptians in the story so them keeping it up in this film i don't understand why it's so fucking insulting now well in some cases <laughs> though johnny in some cases it is a little bit weird cuz you know when you have cleopatra played by elizabeth taylor let's be honest that's just not very accurate to to history uh when you have you know white caucasian guy playing jesus Eh, that's not very accurate either, because even in the Bible says he had skin of bronze and hair like wool. That's a brother. That's not a you know a white Caucasian dude. That, that's not Jim Caviezel. Sorry. So you know I understand some of, of the the talk and the rhetoric in in that sense because mm-hmm. the, there is a lot of whitewashing that goes on in Hollywood with a lot of these films, uh, but that just does not really count for this movie. That just that's not part of what what this movie is about. I mean, this character was actually represented very well in Gods of Egypt. Really well, actually. the The character of Horus was, you know, that's how the mythology was, for more or less. You know, yeah, they they embellished and added a bunch of stuff and made a movie out of it, but they were pretty true to what Horus was. It was, you know, big giant white dude who fought Set, the Lord of the Underworld, and, and, he, and he had a bird's head, you know. But and this, he could just transform yeah. into a bird. But yeah, this was pretty cool the way they did that, by the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the transformations were great. I mean, I heard a lot of people saying that, oh, it looks like a video game, but it's like, dude, it's a CGI heavy movie. That's the way <laughs> films are going to be from now on. Like, yeah, I love practical effects, but practical effects are, are gone. They're going the way of the buffalo, man. Like, um, we're unless, gonna... you're, unless you're Disney and you're doing Star Wars movies, then you could do practical effects all day long now because that's, you know. Well, they're expensive as hell. Yeah, but, you know, there like, is that to, to make that movie practical effects. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you couldn't do Gods of Egypt with practical effects, you just couldn't. It's a, but that's it, or to even try, it'd be so expensive, man. I mean, that's as bad as trying to do the prequels, as you know, it, with practical effects. You just couldn't do those movies like that. They had to be CGI heavy. 
I suppose. I don't want to get into those. Like, we've already bashed Man of Steel. I got all my bashing out of out of my system with Old Man versus Stupid Man. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything left in me for Hayden right now, man. Well, you know, let's let's just hope that you know that that next week this is all going to turn around because if uh, this all looks the way it's looking with our Jungle Book here, uh, we should have all kinds of praise to talk about. And good things to say and talk about how great the movie is and blah, blah. We won't have to sit here for the whole entire time bashing it. Yeah. And, and I, would, I, have, uh, I have high hopes for The Jungle Book. I do it, because it attracts everybody. And when you yeah. said a billion-dollar movie, if you looked at that, that looked like a billion-dollar movie. Those graphics right. and those special effects were unbelievable. And um, that's just going to get all those kids. Like I said, my little baby, you know, he's two. But he just sees the commercial. He just hones right in on it and starts pointing and pointing. So it's got him looped already just in the commercial. Well, so. if they keep it as fun and as good-natured as the old cartoon movie that Disney did, if they just make a kind of like a live-action version of that, I don't see how they could fail. That's probably one of their best cartoon movies. So as they tow that line, but with live-action and CGI, it, it's going to probably be the best live-action movie Disney's made that's not a superhero movie in a long time, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, sure. And it, 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 do you think you could set up a possible franchise for maybe Jungle Book two and three? You know, well, I don't see why not. I think that that's kind of yeah. the plan because they're relaunching a lot of their um, cartoon movies as these live action things, and I think that they're kind of trying to launch them as like. I mean, I don't think they're going to try to do a shared universe with them or anything, but I think that they're. <laughs> I think that they're trying I would to like love to see Pinocchio like cross over into like one of these movies. Yeah. Well, Pinocchio, um, all, all, all team up and they have like a Disney Adventures type thing going on. Yeah, they're like the I was of the Disney also characters. going to hit on that. Have you seen the uh, new Tarzan movie that is coming out? The trailer of the new oh, Tarzan. Yeah. That's, oh that's, boy, that's really? That's out. Oh boy, it looked really good. Yeah, the new Tarzan movie. It looked uh, kind of like it could be a off of. I don't know if you've seen years ago, Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah. That's yep. exactly it, what I was gonna say. It reminded me of the. That's the one with Christopher Lambert, right? Yeah, Christopher Lambert, and uh, what a great movie it was. It was a great movie, and I enjoyed it. And uh, this one looked really good, and and it looked intense, and it uh, um, had um, <clears throat> looked like it had a good plot and great special effects, and so. Um, We'll see about that. I don't know. It's got a hell of a budget, $180 million. Especially with that last Tarzan movie, Casper Van Dien. Like, Tarzan needs a good movie. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Is is this a Disney production, or who's uh, producing this movie? It's not Disney, right? No. I don't think it is Disney. Uh Uh-uh. And the reason I ask is because Disney did the uh, did the production on the last uh, adaptation of an Edgar Rice Burroughs book, in uh, of course the uh, John Carpenter of Mars, and they completely butchered that movie. And I was completely horrified of the marketing and everything that went. That's the one thing that scared me about Star Wars going into the Force Awakens uh, when they first announced that they were going to do more Star Wars movies with Disney. I was like, oh no, John Carter of Mars all over again. They're going to fuck this up. They're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck it up. Luckily, they didn't. They, you know, they came out great. You know, they they did everything right with the Force Awakens. So I, you know, the, the thing is with John Burroughs in his material, you really have to, you know, cater it a certain way. You have to market it a certain way, and they didn't do it for for that movie. So I'm happy that it's not Disney, as you guys just which sucked because like John Carter of Mars was a great film. I had a it lot was. of fun. With it. And yeah, man, I, I don't know how it represented the source material because I have yet to read it, but I love that movie. I have so much fun. Like aside from um probably Force Awakens, that's one of my favorite um modern sci-fi films. It, like, it was pretty accurate to the uh, source material. It was pretty faithful. They, they did 
a couple things differently, but for the most part, they were pretty accurate. Um, it, the thing with that movie was, it was just the marketing was completely off. It really was. And this is, remember, this is a few years ago. This is before Disney really was on the roll they are they're in now. Uh, apparently, they fixed and corrected their problems, and, and that ship is working perfectly now. And I would hope to see more, you know, of Edgar Rice Burroughs' material out there. Like, you know, Tarzan's a great character. It's a great history, and it's a great, you know, novelization by him. And to see that get, you know, redone now, it's it's awesome that it's getting told. But I want to see more, like, John Carter movies, uh, you know, of, you know, the 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 bazooms of Mars. I want to see that brought to life. And, you know, that movie was great, but unfortunately that universe and that, you know, the way that that movie came out, uh, it, it's just a bomb. You're never going to see a sequel to that. You will eventually see maybe a remake and I'm okay with that, you know, but I want to see more of those movies because I really love the John Carter stuff. And like, that's the original. You want to talk about Superman being the original. John Carter is the Mac daddy of all the original superheroes. He's yeah, the, the only problem is like he was actually in novels and they didn't do comic right. books for him. That's about the only right. way that that's the only reason why he's not actually considered the first superhero. But by all intents and purposes, you could look at those books like graphic novels in a way, like they're big ass books. But look, yeah, you're right. You know, there were there was more novelizations, not really gra- not really comic books, but still the, that character, the John Mar, you know, that character, John Carter, is really what inspired Superman. Yeah, Joe Schuster and um, yeah, so. They, I mean, they, yeah, they they actually um, cited John Carter as being one of yeah. the main um, things that inspired them to create Superman the way he did. And like when Superman first um, was written, he only jumped because of the change in gravity, which is exactly the same as how John Carter had his jumping ability and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, like, of course, that evolved into him flying when the first show came in because right. um, him draw- having to do him jumping was problematic for the special effects. So, like, that's the reason why Superman actually flies. Right, right, right. Well, which is a, it's an interesting change. It's a good change, obviously, for the character. It's a good evolution. But the the original concept is, you know, they came out of John Carter and that storyline. So I just hope, you know, that we get a reboot or a remake and get, you know, a, a, another director on board as good as the last one who did a good job with John Carter. And hopefully we get a company that knows how to market it right. Now, Disney, I think, lost the rights to do any more John Carter movies after that movie. I don't think they, they have the rights any longer. So I don't know who will be the next director, but hopefully they do a much better job marketing that thing. Because it, it is tough. It's not easy to, to you know market a John Carter movie. No, oh, you think that the Disney easy. one's bad? You should check out the one Sci-Fi Channel made with Lorenzo Lamas. It's called Princess of Mars. Oh, oh God, no. Horrible, man. Yeah, no, I know. It's, I didn't see it, but I, I heard. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, Jesus. Yeah, looks like here that the uh, Tarzan movie's director is David Yates. Now, are you familiar with any of his work? Um, I'm not... I don't don't recognize the name right off the bat, but well, yeah, it's got it's got, it's got Samuel. I mean, Jackson he's done mostly it. he's done mostly like Harry Potter, hasn't he? Like this is what see. he's known for, like Harry Potter stuff. So, not exactly something that I uh, I'm a fan of, but um, sure. And you know. so you got John Hurt in it, and um, yeah, so those some people, and I guess we'll have to see. Well, maybe he'll he'll dazzle us. Well, hey, Bible, you can't trash on, even though we might not be fans, but you can't trash on the Harry Potter because I have to say, if it comes out to be as popular as Harry Potter, then you're I got a real hit on your on your hands. So, hey, true story. Yeah. Harry Potter was the first movie I ever walked out of and said this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, they do, but, they, but they they have a huge following and they make a lot of money with these goofy movies. And the crazy thing is, I've never seen any of their movies, so. But they uh, they have a following, and they made however many movies already. What five of them or six of them? Yeah, there's, there's nine of them in total. For um, but like the wow. second one was two parts. Okay. 
So and this guy directed and, and he directed four of the nine. This guy, this David right. But here and this is a true story, by the way. True story. Uh, years ago, when the first Harry Potter movie came out, a friend of mine uh, worked at AMC Theaters, and he was, you know, a big fan of the books. And he and he calls to me, "Hey, man!" And I used to work at the theater. That's how I, you know, was friendly with the guy. And I used to go for free a lot to the theater because, you know, even after I stopped working there, I had worked there so long that whenever I would go, they just give me free passes. Um, so I I went in, and uh, he goes, "Hey, man! They're showing a, a preview tonight of Harry Potter. You want to stick around and see it?" I had gone there to see another movie with friends. And I was like, really? You could stick around? He goes like, yeah, yeah, stick around. You know, well, it'd be cool. You know, it's, it's Harry Potter. This is awesome. It's going to be like the new Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she said that, I was like, wait a second. Hold your horses. Hold on. Slow your roll, Yoko Ono. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go there. And he said, no, no, man, this is going to be great. You'll love it. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's Harry Potter, man. It's, it's a brand new universe. It's going to, you know, Jones out. It's, all the geeks are going to love this. So I go, I said, all right, fine. I'll see my movie afterwards. I'll stick around and, you know, I'll watch Harry Potter with you. The free preview, this is the, like the weekend before it comes out. Okay. This is for all the, like the workers and stuff. They have this the week before normally so they can watch it so they can not have to come the weekend that it comes out. You know, so the, when the actual movie is released, they don't, they don't. They don't like. They don't, they're not like one of the people that want to see the film. They already had seen it at that point, so it's, they, they usually do that in every theater. But anyway, and, so, and they can guess. And they also have you guys guess how many people will enjoy it and stuff like that, and how much you think you'll sell. Right? That's kind of a, another yeah, part. Not, not even at all. No, they just do it for the actual employees to have you know a chance to see the movie. So when the movie comes out, they're not you know like oh man. I, guess. I always wanted to work in a movie theater. Oh. By the way. Yeah, you know, it's it's cool. It's a cool experience. Like I saw um, Independence Day in the theater. Like I worked Independence Day when it came out, and I we saw it like a week before it came out. So I already knew everything. I'd seen the movie before. In fact, that's how a lot of bootlegs get made because you know they have the the screenings for the employees, and sometimes they sneak in a camera. Boom, bootleg. That's how it happens a lot of times. Uh, that's how I used to do it anyway. But um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, ooh, but, ooh, I'm calling the cops. But. but I went in, I started watching the movie, and no, I'm not even kidding. 30 minutes into this movie, I was like, this is fucking terrible. I, I got up, and I was like, dude, I'm leaving. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, this is like a fucking horrible movie. Like, this, is, the acting is terrible. The plot makes no sense. I hadn't read the books at that point, so I wasn't a fan of the books. I was just watching the movie for what it was. And to me, it was just a horrible mess. So I walked out of the movie, and I just left home and then the next day he told he calls me he's like oh man you should have stayed the movie is so great you should see it it's awesome so i i didn't watch it again i let it you know i just let it be and then i caught it one day on tv and i saw like the rest of the film and i was like it's worse than i expected it it was just a terrible first well, movie well the thing that i don't get is how um jk rowling is able to get away with completely ripping off neil gaiman's books of magic which is one of my favorite um dc comics which came out a decade before henry um, Harry Potter, and if you look at Tim Hunter from Books of Magic, he looks exactly like Harry Potter with the glasses, and he's his magical pet is an owl too. So, like, I really have no idea. Forget how that. Got away with that. Forget that. Google Larry Potter. <laughs> Larry Potter. I kid you not. In the eighties, there was a set of books. Uh, it was a different art, author, um, not J.K. Rowling, but she has. Well, a, she ripped uh, everything off, anyways. If I you... think the I think the author's name is N.K. Stouffer, which has it's funny because uh, two initials also has a name, N.K. Stouffer. Uh, but she wrote a series of books uh, about the Mughals and, and the and the wizards and stuff, and had very similar themes. A lot of the same names. It was about a boy named Larry and his friend Lily, Larry and Lily, and his name was Larry Potter. And Lily was his best friend, and, and the whole thing was uh, mid '80s, around there when these books came out, way before Harry Potter. Her licensing had expired, and she w- she hadn't done any new books in a while. 
and she just let the license expire because she didn't notice or didn't know any better, I guess. And that's when J.K. Rowling started working on Harry Potter. Basically, she stole the entire idea from this book that had the license expire on it. So by the time she came back with her books, the other lady was like, wait a second, you copied my, my book, you copied my ideas. She couldn't really sue at that point. She tried to sue, but at that point, it was you know, it's no use. She had no licensing to back her up. That or was a big thing, for sure. Yeah. That was a big thing. And, and um, you know, I, um, <clears throat> I've never seen any of the movies, so it just, it, it just doesn't interest me, any of that stuff, so. I saw, like I said, I saw the first one. I have not seen any of the other ones. They could have, yeah. the rest could have been great. I would never know. I am I, a huge fantasy fan, and I couldn't get into. I watched the first three, just trying to see what was so amazing. And um, I think that a lot of those kids that came out of those movies have became good actors um, post those films. But aside from that, sure. there's nothing that they have to offer, in my opinion. Especially if you're a fan of like good fantasy. Fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, to me, Harry Potter is a lot like Twilight. Just well, long. yeah, it's YA for like really young. Yeah, people. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Sorry, I'm not it's, a Harry Potter. It's fan. Pre-Twilight, basically. I know now that Eddie Redman is doing a, a prequel to Harry Potter. The 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 creatures or whatever it's called, the creatures. Yeah, of... something like that. It's it's based on a prequel book or some crap. Uh, look, I like Eddie Redman. He's a great actor. Great actor. Oh, have you seen Jupiter Ascending? Don't say things like that if you. See this Jupiter. is true. That hey, everybody has a misstep or two. They, they were going to take his Oscar back for that one, man. <laughs> that was a huge misstep. I will admit that was my God. That was a terrible movie. But he and he and am awful. I am I correct? They're going to make a part two to mm-hmm. Jupiter yeah. Ascending. Yeah, I think so. Oh okay. man! All right, okay. all right. I thought that was if the Warner Brothers actually if the Warner Brothers actually give the Wachitskis more money, that that's their own problem. You know what I mean? But they are the same guys that are like, oh, hey, Zack Snyder, you still want to make that Justice League movie? So I wouldn't put it past him to tell you the truth. Well, because- here's, the thing, here's the thing, though, Johnny. When was the last movie uh, that the Wachowskis made that made a lot of money? When was the last movie? Matrix Part 1, right? That was how long ago? Um, 19, year 2000, 1999, something like that, right? It's 1999. We're talking about it was about 16 years now. They haven't had a real hit film because even The Matrix Reloaded, which did well at theaters, underperformed because the word of mouth got out, like Batman vs Superman, that it wasn't very good. And after the first weekend, it, it took a nosedive big time. And then The Matrix uh, Revolutions or whatever the hell the last one was called. That completely bombed. bombed at the box office. Why? Because at Speed that point, the shtick was done. Was done. Yeah, and then you have Speed Racer, which bombed. You know, Jupiter Sanding bombed. Bob I mean, Atlas. Yeah. They, oh man. Yeah. That's shit. a Tom I'm, Hanks fucking movie, and it bombed. How does that even happen? How does that happen? How do you fuck up with Tom Hanks in your movie? Jesus. Yeah. How do you do that? One of the greatest actors ever. That's why I don't put it on Eddie Redman. You know all you know all that much because well, his acting was awful in that movie. <laughs> it was, but it, it was because he had really bad directing. See, a lot of people don't understand it. If you don't have a good director directing the actors to get a good performance, you're going to get Hayden Christensen in the prequels because you don't have the strong director directing to get a good performance. That's why I, I, I'm almost hoping that Hayden Christensen gets another chance to redeem himself and is back somehow in the new movies because I, you know I think he's a good actor he was just bad <laughs> no he's been in good stuff like I, I like some of his you know previous work see he's not a horrible actor he was horrible in parts because of the directing george lucas is a great storyteller horrible director horrible he's he was rusted i mean he hadn't directed since 77 he had no business directing any of the prequels really that's the honest truth and i'm a prequel supporter i like the prequels i like them 
But I understand they have issues. Well, there's. I am looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Two, two. that is coming out with with Sylvester Stallone, by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Sylvester Stallone is going to be in it, and if I'm Kurt not Russell's quite sure, be in it. well, that too. And I thought, what well, yeah. am I wrong? Is it the Rock going to be in it, or am I not? Am I thinking? No, no the Rock's a DC guy now. He can't do okay. Marvel stuff. All right. yeah, the okay. Rock is playing uh, Black Adam in the Shazam movie. Okay, so he, all right, all right. Well, then, yeah, but nevertheless, we have that coming out. Yeah, but out. Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell Sylvester back Stallone. again. Yeah, baby. That looks yeah, great. Man. I love it. Tango and Cash. One more yeah. time. Space. Oh, what a horrible movie that was. Oh, what? Dude, what? I, I, I hated that what? movie. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, it's, it's so awful. It's great, though. It's it's so, yeah, it's, man. They should have paid me to see classic, it. Dude. They should have paid me to see it. That's all I could say. I have a, uh, I have a dual no. DVD collection of that and Cobra. Those are like my two favorite Stallone movies, man. Love Cobra. Yeah, Cobra's great. I mean, like, I love the first two Rambos, too. It's a new world! Hey, I love all the Rambo movies. I don't shop here. The I last don't like part John three. Rambo. John Rambo, the fourth one, was fantastic. Yeah, no, that that movie was incredible. I think that he actually killed a bunch of East Asians, man. Cause, like, he actually did they, it, I think, yeah. yeah I that that scene where he's got the, the M60 and he's just mowing them down. I mean, that looks just so He really mowed them down in that last one he had. Is that the, is that the one you're thinking of, the newest... Uh, yeah, Man, dude, even he rips the guy's, he rips like the guy's throat out. Head off. He rips the guy's throat out with his bare hands, man. That's yeah, that's dude. Awesome. Was... Real as hell, too. You just like I think Sylvester Stallone's murdering you. Yeah, days. dude, and he <laughs> murdered the little I mean, kid. I had to. I couldn't believe it. A little kid comes popping out with something, and he blew his head off or something. Let's be honest, East Asians. Yeah, well, you know, Thailand. Yeah, well, you know, they are expandable. You know. Well, yeah, they they let. <laughs> They got really nasty practices when it comes to letting foreigners get away with doing things to kids and stuff over there. So, yeah. So, you know, they're expendable. I mean, hey, that makes it even more real. That's a level of realism, too. Realism, yeah. You know, they're doing a Ramble 5, right? They're doing another one. Are they? I thought that they, I thought that they said they weren't going to do that. And just like the, how they canceled the, new, the last Rocky movie, too. No, man. What do you mean they canceled the last Rocky movie? I heard that they were going to do a Rocky like seven, but they they stopped and they were just going to do Creed movies from now on. And I heard the same thing with Rambo. No, Rocky six was that was it. That was they were they were never going to do another Rocky movie at all. Period. That was supposed to end. That was like the the bookend to Rocky one and Rocky six. That was the bookend. That ended the story of Rocky Balboa. Period. Now Creed came about because the director of Creed was a huge Rocky fan, and he, since a, he was a kid, he had this story idea in his head of, uh, well, what about if Apollo Creed had a son that nobody knew about? And what if it was a boxer? Shit, yeah. And, and he had this idea for many, many years, and there was a really cool like you know, uh, piece or featurette on, on the making of the movie, uh, where you see the director, and I forget his name, but the director who had this story idea for many years, and he really wanted to bring it on screen, and he wrote the script, and when he pitched it to Stallone, Stallone was like, uh, this is fantastic. I have to be in this movie. Are you kidding me? Hey, is Adrian going to be back in? Hey. No, Rocky. No, so that's what she, she did. Oh, that's right. She did. How about we get Adrian's brother, Polly? Yeah, Polly. Polly's going to be back. No, he's dead too. <laughs> oh. So it's just me now. Well, all right. I'll, I'll be in. Yeah, June. you got to bring Polly back. <laughs> Polly was awesome, man. Yeah, Polly. man. Polly needed what? a place to stay. I mean, how cool is this, though? When you, when you think about watching Creed, and Creed was a fantastic movie, but one of the best movies that came out last it year. It should have got an Oscar. It really should have, yeah. It really should have. Yeah, it, uh, sh- it should have got it just like how the Stallone should have won Best uh, Supporting Actor. He should have won, period. I mean, he was the Best Supporting Actor last year was Stallone. He was awesome. And how cool is this as a, as a uh, way to like watch this, this series of 
Rocky and Creed now. You're getting to see uh, you know, a story go from the very beginning with Rocky as a youngster being this up-and-coming boxer. His entire life is pretty much played out on film. You know, and If you watch Creed, he's sick with cancer. He's probably not going to be around much. In Creed 2, he'll probably end up dying, kind of like Mickey died in Rocky 2. So you're probably going to get that same kind of mirroring, you know, the, the you know the originals, and so in other words, we're going to be able to say that we saw the beginning of this character all the way to the final stage of his life. I mean, that's really neat to be able to say that about a film that you know really at this point it goes more than four decades, five decades at least. You know, that's an amazing accomplishment. And Stallone, you know, for you know all the shit that he's taken over the years because of the way he talks or some of his acting in the past. Like I think he's the best action star we've ever had. Period. One of I mean, my favorites. Out of all the really um, cheesy '80s guys, yeah, he's for definitely sure. Rambo. To me, the first Rambo, First Blood. Yeah, I can put that movie on right now, and it hypes me up to want to go beat somebody's face in. Because my kids even, I, my kids uh, even watch Rambo, great. First Blood, and like it. Just Dude, I, the wilderness and watching them do a survival shit. You know. My God, when in the '80s, when when I was a kid, I used to watch that movie at least twice a week. Love that movie. I had a Rambo Love. knife when I was a kid. The Rambo knife. Yeah. Yep. Everybody had the Rambo knife. And he gives that speech at the end about like his friend getting his legs blown off too. I don't care what anybody says, man. That's good acting. That's amazing. Like, he may, yeah. yeah, he may he may have a speech impediment, but that was as good as when John Benthal does the story about his little girl at uh, in Punisher season two. I mean, like yep. that, you, I get choked up Daredevil when I watch that part of the, uh, Daredevil season two. <laughs> I get choked up when I see that man. I mean, it really it really gets me. Like I and said, like, Sly is a good actor. And you know what? What he did in Creed, which I saw, you know, I, I thought as soon as I saw the movie, I thought this was going to end up happening. And then I saw another reviewer actually comment on this. And I was like, oh, that's funny because I had that same exact idea once I saw the movie. This movie, what it's going to do for Stallone is something incredible. This is going to turn him from an actor who does who's known for action movies into an actor now who people are going to see and, and understand that this guy could do drama really, really well. He's, well, that's what I'm hoping that's going to happen. So he's going to start. You're going to see it. You're going to see him get these scripts now that are not your typical Stallone action flick. That's going to start happening. He's been old enough to where he should be trying to take on the older guy roles too. Because I mean, he's still in fantastic shape for a 70 year old man, but he's fucking 70 years old. Dude, he can still kick all our asses. Well, that's that's kind of the same (laughs) thing that I hope that's going to happen with Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger when he takes over The Apprentice. The Apprentice. Yeah, and it has quite the cast too, all the way down to Vince Neal and Boy George and and Chael Sonnen, UFC and 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 Layla Lee and a bunch of them are going to be on it. And um, so uh, yeah, and oh, speaking of, just a little quick to get off somewhat of a subject, did every did you guys see the video going on YouTube with Vince Neal? Uh, fighting with um, Nicolas Cage? Um, no, but I heard about it. Heard oh, yeah. Well, Nicolas Cage whooped his ass because he was uh, doing something very naughty to a woman. Well, yeah, he went, in, uh, you know, typical Vince Neal, drunk and just an ass. He's uh, the went and grabbed guy, right? the lady, see Motley Crue. Motley Crue. And right, grabbed man. the girl by her hair and put her yep. down to the ground uh, because she went up to Nicolas Cage and he flipped on him. He said, well, would it, you know, you can only catch just the last part of it. And I think that was, but the he point. held him down to like the cops got there. Like he didn't, like he wasn't letting go. He was like, screw this. Yeah, guy. he did. So, and he was very upset. I'm and cute. Nicholas yeah. Cage. And so like, that's how, good. and he was very drunk too, but you could see how upset he was. 
and it was like, hey, come on, man. That's like, you know, but uh, that, that that Neil guy, yeah, what a jerk. But you could tell both of them were, were severely intoxicated. But nevertheless, uh, over the top on Vince's end, as always. And apparently they were at Vince's restaurant in Las Vegas. And they have been friends for years, of course. But things got out of hand. Mm. Well, I don't think they're going to be friends for much longer. No. Nope, probably not. But nope. they have. They've been friends for years, which I'm sure you can imagine. And so um, that's that's what happened on that whole deal. Yeah. You know, and, and I gained a whole lot of respect for uh, for Nicolas Cage after that. Honestly, I really did. I did, too. I've always had – I loved Nicolas Cage. Oh, I love Nicolas Cage. Cage. Raising Arizona is the greatest movie. He, he's awesome. I got, Still, I, I got a little news. Go ahead. Two, it's spinning off of Creed. And when you start talking about that, Michael B. Jordan is the new Blade, which I think is really cool. I love Wesley Snipes, but I think Michael B. Jordan is a fantastic actor, and I think he's going to bring a lot of depth to the character. I think it's they're they're rebooting Blade instead of doing another sequel, which I wanted a sequel because Blade is one of my all-time favorite uh, movies. You know, in uh, the comics, I love Blade. It's one of my favorite superheroes or comic book heroes. Uh, But you know, as much as I love Wesley Snipes, and I think he was just the best Blade ever and the best actor ever for that part. You know, he is getting older, and while I think he can still do more Blade movies, if they're ever going to replace him, Michael B. Jordan is a hell of a good choice. Yeah, that um, kid is now, a phenomenal actor. He needs a little fight now, training. But... Can he fight like Blade? Can he get as big and, and ripped like, you know, like Wesley Snipes was in the first one? Can he do the the fight sequences? I don't know, because remember, Wesley Snipes is a real martial artist. He's a real he martial artist, yeah. Michael B. Jordan is an actor. He's a great actor, but he's an actor. Look at, how well they make, look at how well they so, can make Chris Evans look like he can fight in the Captain but he's not fight, But he's not fighting in the martial arts that Blade fights you know, in the originals. And he's not really a martial artist. He's just a good fighter. He's like a street brawler type. The, you know, this is a little bit different. This is a little bit different animal. I, I wish him well. I hope it doesn't become another disaster like Fantastic Four because Lord yeah, knows. They owe, superhero role. He does. They, they owe him because they really screwed him on that one. And they really owe him. And hopefully this one works out. I'm 100% behind it. Again, I, I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he's a phenomenal young actor. And I think this is a, you know, a great great role for him and I, and I hope he nails it i really really do i'm excited to see more blade movies anyway he's, I'm just, huge fan. he's just got to learn katana fighting and some yep. kickboxing though right to really keep up with wesley wesley was just a movie thai guy right yeah yeah yep. yep. and with unfortunately with that we do yep. gotta go we gotta wrap it up yep, wrap we gotta it wrap it up, up. Yeah, we got to wrap it up, guys, and uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully next week with more uh, roundtable here with uh, Chris, Johnny Alpha, myself, and Zod Ryder. Hopefully uh, everything's okay, and the unexpected company is not anything bad, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, maybe we'll get the uh, Oscar Benjamin, the Compassionate Wolf, on. Yeah, and maybe we'll have good good things to say about the Jungle Book, maybe. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. Talk about I, that. I think we'll definitely have good things to say about the Jungle yep. Book. Maybe even California guy will show up. Who knows? Go see Hardcore Henry. Everybody, go see that movie. You need to. It's it's amazing. It's incredible. It's action-packed. Watch that shit. Pow, pow. All right. With that said, everybody, good night. 